five, four, three, two, one, zero. What's going on, everyone? This is Cody with Ill Spoken Podcast, and I'm bringing you episode five. Today, we're going to be talking about tattooing and a brand new shop in Niles that I'm very excited to talk about with you. So uh, today I have Chuck from CS Inc. Works. You want to say hi to the people? What's going on, guys? So like I said, uh, Chuck, you had a shop called The Parlor mm-hmm. a while ago, and uh, but now you have a new shop right, in Niles that's really cool. You were telling me about it a little bit before this podcast. Yeah. Um, you want to tell everybody yeah, so what's going on with your shop? Yeah, so basically it's a brand new shop. Uh, the little spin on it is that it's a studio within my house. I think that's sweet. It is sweet. It is sweet. The one thing that, you know, the one thing about the shop and I had to overcome is making sure it was le- the legitimacy of it. Because yeah. every tattoo industry knows that like you're, you're tattooing out of your house, you're tattooing on some sofa, and you're some scratcher, right? Right. Like just doing it under the table kind of thing. So... When we did the shop at the house, everything was like, I mean, normally everything is on point at every shop Mm -hmm. I had, but at this one, it had to be extra. Like everything had to be every, you know, T had to be crossed. Every I had to be dotted because, you know, it has to be like perfect, Yeah. you know? So we had to go through quite a bit to get, get, to get it going. Well, that's the, definitely the, the controversy of it, right? Oh yeah. I was, I wanted to ask you that. What would you say to people that are hesitant about coming to get a tattoo at your house? Because like, I don't have any tattoos from you. My wife does, but I love your work and I've been promoting and telling people like your shop is coming. I'm going to have you on my podcast, all that stuff. One of my buddies is like, I don't know about that. Like at, at a house, you know, like, like you just said, a scratcher on the sofa, whatever. I mean, I was even talking, you know, uh, I had a client in the shop and he was walking out and (laughs) it's even like little things like this, like. He was walking up, and my wife had uh, a roast in. Okay. And she's, he's like, oh, you guys cooking beef stroganoff, huh? And I'm yeah. like, I thought to myself, man, now I got that, like, hallway, ho- you know, hotel or, like, yeah. you know, apartment feel where, like, everybody's cooking comes in, in right, the hallway, right. you know? So I'm like, oh, that's a new thing I got to tackle. Like, how am I going to seal off, you know, this one area? So, yeah. But, you know, the one thing now that it's, it's because it's in my home, the way I'm scheduling is, like, a referral basis. Mm-hmm. Like a hardcore client of mine lets me know like, hey, they have a best friend or something. Mm-hmm. And usually with that, you know, even on my my stuff on, on uh, Google, none of it has my address. Okay. You know, nothing nothing has my actual phys- ad- physical address because I don't, it's not a walk-in shop. I it's, guess I didn't notice that. I knew yeah. it said that it wasn't a walk-in. It was appointment right, only. Yeah, yeah. But... So it's appointment only. You, you're basically never coming to my house unless you have an appointment. Okay. So, and then at that point, I also, it sounds sort of mean, but I don't want like some uh, random person off the street coming to my house. You right. know, I've had, you know, we, the phone numbers on Google and people have called me like, Hey bro, can I get in today? Which, you know, I don't do. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I was like, no, I'm, unfortunately, you know, and I wanted to say, unfortunately, I don't know you. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, but so, and, and, it, and it sounds really messed up, but I might even do like a little investigative work. Like I might right. Google you on Facebook right. and see what's going on. But well, especially right now with the pandemic. Right, yeah, the pandemic. I mean, and, I then, mean, that's... and then they're coming into my house. My kids are, right. you know, they're you know, there. And my wife, you know. So I got to make sure whoever's coming in. But with, you know, I've been tattooing for 11 years now. And I've already built up a clientele, you know. So, yeah. and everybody's, you know, basically my clients now are basically the ones that advertise for me for the most part. And they're awesome, you know, mm-hmm. because they're like, hey, I know a guy. And usually... The fact that they know the guy, and then they're like, but it's in his house. And they're like, okay, cool. We're cool with that, you know? Right, right. You know, so... It comes with that yeah, referral. Yeah, it comes with the referral that they're like, hey, it's cool. And then once again, you know, we went crazy with everything in the studio. 
that when they get there, they're like, oh, okay, like... Dude, the pictures are insane. Yeah. I One, mean, I love your style. Like, the way you the way you decorate the shop. I don't know if it's all you or if your wife wife helped or... No, unfortunately, I want my whole house like that. She's like, yeah. I'll, I'll cut you. Well, because I know... <laughs> well, I thought the parlor was sweet. All yeah. the decorations yeah. of the parlor. And, yeah. and it's kind of similar. Yes. Yeah, it's I similar. Think. It's similar. Um, the whole time, I have this huge thing where, like, uh, you know, you go to Chicago and you go to, like, a like a, a nice you know a nice bar and they have like the wood paneling and mm-hmm. you can almost smell the wood mm-hmm. and like that i don't want to use the word gentleman's club but like almost like this i like get what you mean leather and like you know like a like, cigar shop like have a you cigar, ever been to yes, a yeah, cigar shop exactly like a yeah. cigar shop you you know you're relaxed and stuff like that so that's that's what i wanted you know even for the, with the parlor i wanted you know everything to be you know like uh, the chair rail and the molding and mm-hmm. all the cool stuff like that mm-hmm. so you know we went a little crazy with it but it, again, it's got people have to walk downstairs, and that's got to sell me first. You know okay, what I'm I was gonna to, ask you like, if, if is the entrance directly into? Yeah, so they don't I, have to walk through your house. No, right? no, no, no. So that's the one of the crazy things about the whole process is like basically licensing and permits. So um, there was like rules, like you can't have like you can't come into the front door and walk through my house downstairs because our house is bi level. As soon as you walk into a house, you have up or down. You don't get to go walk oh, into okay. So clients arrive. And again, it's appointment only, so mm. they don't come and wait in our house. They basically wait in the driveway. That is my waiting area. Mm. So, like, you need to relax in your car. I'll come up and get you, and then mm. I walk you in through the back, and um, you walk down the stairs, and everything's sealed off in the back. So, like, mm. they can't go up and stuff like that. So, they go down, and, it, and as soon as they walk downstairs, that's the studio. Okay. So, there's only one way in, one way out kind of thing. Um but yeah, I mean, with that, the health department's like, nope, you've got to make sure that this is like this, you know, the township, the permit for the minor home occupancy, they're like, no, we got to have, maybe got to make sure that so much percentage of your house is actually being used for this, and it can't be more than that, square footage wise. It was, it really? was hands down one of the most intense things. I've Only ever. a percentage of your house can be yeah, used for it? I, I can't remember, don't, it's, I want to say it's like 20%. Okay. And you cannot use more than that. Did you have to alter your basement for that? Then? Oh yeah, we yeah. had, to, yeah, we had to... The health department wanted a sink inside of the room, oh, so okay. we had to have uh, like the plumbers plumbing? come out. Yeah, plumbers come out, plumb it, um, and then we put some walls up to separate because our our downstairs is pretty open. Mm-hmm. So we separated with walls and we put walls up and doors and just to make sure that it was on par with what the township and the health department wanted. Okay. Yeah, because they don't want, like I said, they want us in that room and then the way out. You know, nobody that right. randomly just walks in our house kind of thing. So Right, right. Yeah. How long was the remodel process? Uh, it started basically once we decided to do it. Um, it probably honestly took, well, I mean, technically, if you put it in by a date, it was June 5th to October 2nd. October 2nd is when I opened. Okay. And that was like the whole I was going to say, yeah, you just opened recently. Yeah, I mean, that was like, I mean, I opened as soon as I could because we had the last thing that we were ready to open and I mean it's COVID and I don't mind saying it. I mean we were broke you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying just trying to get the whole thing open we didn't have any money we you know so we were trying like we're selling things like our house mm-hmm. and like just yeah. to like make the money for the remodel because we didn't have it and uh so we were ready and you know the health department was talking to us and then they're like oh wait a minute you have a well and I was like yeah and she's like well you got to get inspected mm-hmm. and I was like like another thing, you know, like yeah. one more thing. And I was like, okay, cool, whatever it takes. So we had to get our well inspected and then um, they just automatically chlorinated it. And then while they were there, they were like, oh yeah, by the way, one of your bladders for your well is like going bad. 
So like two, there was like at the end it was like nine hundred and sixty dollars. Damn. Yeah, and we're like, okay, like let's get to work, you know, yeah. like you know. So as soon as you know we got the approval letter and and they came and did the inspection, as soon as they walk out from the inspection, you can you can get going. Yeah. So I mean, it was like that day. You know, I think it was a Friday, and I took a two day break because I was so exhausted. Like mm-hmm. I didn't stop for um, almost like six months, and then we went right into work. Nice. Yeah. And I know, I'm sure you had a lot of people waiting, ready to get tattooed. Yeah, I it mean, was, it was, it was, you know, and that's why, I don't know if you saw that Facebook post of the, my, my, uh, spirit animal, the goldfish. The fish? Yeah, yeah. You drew that, right? Yeah, I drew yeah, that. Yeah, I figured yeah, you did. Because I thought it was great. Thank I love you, it. Thank you. I was, yeah. and I was trying to like make fun of myself to like, yeah. these people like, hey, look, I'm, I'm dumb. You know right, what I'm saying? Like, right, right. Because dude, it's true, man. I mean, the, the way we're scheduling and people, I mean, I had cancellations for, for, six months almost i was booking out five months so like right at the end of this whole remodel is finally when i looked at my calendar and there was nothing there that was like at the point where like i stopped scheduling oh and so i was like i had almost five months of scheduling and then i had um during uh the covid stuff when the governor shut us down we i was like how am i going to keep this place open you know so i did the gift certificate thing Mm -hmm. and so i felt you know like i needed to get those people in soon you know they stuck their neck out for us you know Mm -hmm. and and if all reality i mean like what if we didn't open back up right you know what if something that's there was all that money out i would have Mm -hmm. to figure out so they stuck their neck out for us so i felt obligated i was like hey i gotta get these people in you know and then Mm -hmm. and then the people that were you know that had you had to cancel on Mm -hmm. and so it was it was i'm still i'm still i mean I mean, I'll, I'll show you right now. We got, just so, I mean, people know on, on the, the, I have 143 text messages. I haven't gotten oh, back wow. to yet. Yeah. So it's just, that's <laughs> not talking about emails, uh, um, website referrals, um, yeah. Instagram messages, you know, like right, I'm right. so behind right now, like just getting back to people. And then, like I said, my goldfish thing is like, man, I mean, I'm, I'm there and I can only text one client at a time because if I, for, for example, I'm, I'm getting a hold, you know, I'm like, Hey, what do you want? Mm-hmm. And you're like, this is what I want. Well, all of a sudden, you know, I'm like, okay, you know, what size, you know, what kinds of details are you wanting? You step away from your phone for a mm-hmm. second, you mm-hmm. know, an hour later you get back to me mm-hmm. and then I'm like, Oh, okay. Then I get back to you. And then all of a sudden, you know, something shiny over here for me. And I go, I'm like, Oh, what's that? You know? Mm-hmm. And it's like one, it's like, you know, back and forth, but like for a whole day. And then at the very end, I, I, I put out five dates that work for you. Well, I can't put anybody in those five dates until you come back and tell me. Right. That, that makes it difficult. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I can only literally schedule one person at a time. And if I don't, I start literally double booking my dates, you know, forgetting to and put that's, somebody that's in. that's even worse. Yeah. People, two people. I've had at the other shop, I had it one day where three people showed up. Yeah. For one appointment. And I was like sweating. You know, that sweat where you're like, it, it comes out of your forehead so hard and fast it hurts yeah like and people are like it's looking like all at in you. your eyes yeah like it's like it doesn't stop yeah. and you're like trying to wipe it away yeah. and they're like it's that nervous yeah sweat. and then it was almost like a little bidding war they're like well who's gonna who's gonna get it right and i was like oh, i don't even know what do we draw names out of a hat like right, you know right. and i felt you can't bad. tattoo them all yeah, at the same time yeah so i basically felt terrible kept one and gave the other two like some insane discount off their tattoo you know just to it make up sense. for but yeah it's you know it has to happen that way and and some people are you know, are super patient with me. They're like mm-hmm. super kind and compassionate. And they're like, yeah, we know. And then there's some people that are just like, listen, you don't want my money. I'll go somewhere else kind of attitude. And I'm like, I'm sorry. You know I mean? What can I do? I can only do so much, you know? Right. And I'm working all day long tattooing. And then my daughter, Charlie's doing virtual. Mm-hmm. So from in the morning, I'm doing virtual stuff with her. 
you know, getting that ready, and then I go straight to tattooing. So yeah. it's just like no. I mean, it's it's the time I have now. It's just minute. Like there's almost no time for it. Yeah. But like I said, I'm I'm chipping away at it, and I'm know. glad you made time for the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I wouldn't have missed it. Well, I know. Hopefully, it helps get you know a little bit of word out about the shop. Yeah. And and explain what you're explaining. I mean, yeah. I'm talking about the scheduling. And yeah. Get your fans listening to it and stuff like that. It's really exciting, though, that you're back and, and running. You didn't tattoo for, like, six months, right? Yeah, I was terrified. Did you do the first tattoo on your wife? Yeah, I That's was. That's what I thought. I, was, I saw the I post. I felt like throwing up. Really? Was, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was I was shaking. Like, she sat down. She's, like, so excited. You yeah. Know, she was so excited. And then she's, like, let's make it bigger. Let's make it bigger. And I'm, like, oh. So, it was. It took us five hours. But, you know, I was, like, so nervous. Like, I was, like, almost, like, fake setting up. Yeah. Like, I was, like, doing extra. I didn't need Do to. Doing do extra it. stuff. Oh, yeah. I, like, I, I felt like I opened and dro- closed the drawer, like, 20 times. I didn't yeah. have to. And then yeah. rewrapped something, took it apart, rewrapped it again. Yeah. You know, she's, like, being super chill. She's just sitting there, you know. And, you know, I put the stencil on. And I feel like I was, like, inside, I was, like, like vibrating, you know. Yeah. And I'm, like, because, yeah. you know, it's not like I can take it back. You right. Know? I, put right. A, I put a line in, and it's not crispy clean. Yeah. It's done. You know, yeah. you're not going to go over the line again. You're going to start chewing people up, so... But, you know, I was, I was like, dude, I, I, I felt like I said a little prayer, man. And I was like, all right, let's go. Yeah. You know? And I, I put a couple lines in there. My first two lines were a little light. Right. And I was like, I'd rather they be light than, you know, something nasty right, and right. early and blown out. So I ran a couple lines and I'm like, okay, I'm good. And then I started getting back into the routine, the groove. Mm-hmm. And then um, the worst part is that 10 minutes in, I was like, all right, I got this, you know? But then yeah. what happened is, you don't, like, muscle memory is huge. And you become, like, you know, I've always had my area set up for the last 11 years the same exact way. Mm-hmm. My toolbox on the right-hand side, my the inks and everything. is like, I don't even have to look. I just grab it and mm-hmm. go for it. Well, this space isn't quite set up exactly how that was. And it okay. was literally, like... Dude, it was like taking me extra. I was like, oh, you know, taking my gloves off, make sure there wasn't any cross contamination. And like, I was wasting gloves like crazy because normally I just know exactly where everything is. And, yeah. You know, you keep everything in a, in a certain spot. But dude, it was like, it was, it was, it was, that was the really, really intense spot uh, part about it. But the next day, let me see, it was Monday, no, Sunday, I had an actual appointment. Mm-hmm. And dude, I started sweating. Yeah. Cause like, I was like, he's, you know, he's like, he's like, bro you okay like yeah, yeah, and i was yeah. like you know like looking for things like you know like you know like some person just had no clue what they were doing like grabbing stuff and mm-hmm. opening drawers and expecting something and it wasn't in there and yeah like, and you oh, just yeah. close the drawer you close the drawer <laughs> close, you know and do one of those peak things where like you just barely open it and like yeah. eye contact with them quickly look down yeah you know and so it and was like, like what are those, you doing yeah what are you doing but it, i'm it was it was a, a friend of ours so it was like i was just telling him i was like dude i am so it makes it yeah. it was so backwards so it was yeah it was uh it was intense, but it was, I wouldn't say I was like riding a bike, but it was, uh, I feel like if, if I was just starting out and had like a few years under my belt, it would have been a lot worse. But I think with you right. know, 11 years of tattooing and then knowing everything that I needed to know. And then, like I said, it's just, I, you know, so, I mean, so many people that I know were like, dude, we don't care. Like just, just open up or like do this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't, you know, I know a lot of people that love your tattoos. Yeah. I, I just didn't like, I, 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 I mean, I, again, I, I had to get the legitimacy of the shop and with, without that license and without the township and yeah. without everybody's approval, it all goes to nothing. Right. I'll, I respect so, that. Yeah. So if I would have this, 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 like, Hey, like come down and I'll tattoo you without it, then mm-hmm. it would have destroyed me. Mm-hmm. I mean, we would have, you know, I doubt the health department would have ever given me a license again for mm-hmm. it, you know. So, yeah, there was like from March 23rd 
to October 2nd. I didn't touch anybody. Wow. Yeah, so it was it was a little intense, but it, it like I said, it worked out. I'm super busy, mm-hmm. and um, people are coming out, still still hitting me up, and I still haven't got to the other people that hit me up, so... It's mm-hmm. good. It's a, it's a, it's a, you know, it, it sounds like I'm complaining about getting back to people, but I'm not. I'd rather have that than the opposite of, yeah. You, know, you don't want to open a shop and have exactly, crickets. Right. Everybody abandoning you. Begging people to come out mm-hmm. or pestering them. Trying like, to give out huge discounts yeah, and exactly. like, yeah, so, waste all your ink from not making any money. Yeah. So, but it's been really good. It's been good. We, like I said, I, I can't, I'm happy that we're home. Um, unfortunately, I did have to close, you know, my, 10 year old kid you know like basically um because of covid and everything but you know there's there's talking about the parlor yeah the parlor okay. yeah you know and i was gonna ask if uh, what made the change what it was covid was it yeah well it was it was like a million factors i mean okay. so basically it was just things were changing for sarah my wife at her work and things were changing for like the shop obviously being forcefully shut down like we couldn't even we were gonna get you know in tr- really big trouble a fine if we were even going to the shop so mm-hmm. we couldn't even go in there um and then sarah, yeah because at first covid was i mean cra- it's it's open now but i know like oh, yeah. like gyms that stayed open i know yeah. people that own gyms that stayed open yeah. are super fined yeah like and, insane fine yeah and so i was like i'm not gonna i don't i'm not gonna i'm gonna shut it down and another big thing too is that uh we tattoo a lot of police officers and mm. at that time police officers were the ones showing up mm. and i didn't want to disrespect them by right. hey, coming to the shop that you get tattooed at and then telling me to shut it down you know mm-hmm. so it was a respect thing i didn't want you know to go to that and then again there was a lot of people during COVID that were even policing people, policing people, you know, people driving around, you know, yeah. so there was a lot of that too, but basically, yeah. So it was, things were changing for Sarah. She started working from home. She I've worked got, from home since March. Yeah. It's actually really nice. Yeah. She, yeah. She's, Does she, she enjoy it. She's enjoying it. She, she gets a lot more work done. Yeah. Sure. So do I. Yeah. yeah. She, you know, she's, you know, she, she's got to like, you know, normally they, you know, the ladies got to get good, looking good. You right. Know, right. Like, right. You know, and they, and she uses that time basically to work, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and puts in more time. I, you know, she doesn't really take uh, a lunch break and, you know, I mean, she needs to. She just walks upstairs, grabs something and walks right. back downstairs. It's super easy. It's super easy. Um, and there's, there's, I don't know what, you know, where she works or the setting and stuff. But for like me, I was a chatty Kathy at the uh, office or at, at the office at the coffee bar. Oh, yeah. Right. You'd go up to the coffee bar to get oh, some yeah. coffee. Hang out for a and while. And then like you got to change the coffee. <laughs> Three people show up while you're changing coffee. You're you're making a new pot. End up losing a half an hour yes. from talking about your weekends yes. and this and that. And now yes. it's like you got to be on the phone and yes, and it's just more, more uh, focused yes. the topic. You, yes, like, less less gossip, less or yes. not even gossip, but chit chat. Yeah. Know? So um, so that's the change with her. And then um, she got a uh, she's an amazing. She do she is like. I wish she would just like write music or like do she can write things down and like it'll blow your mind like she, the way she just like uses words and stuff like that. Yeah. So she yeah, so she she needed to get her the the industry's changing a little bit in nursing and a lot of places are wanting them to have their bachelors. Okay. And so she wrote um to the place that she works for um and a bunch of people put in stuff and she got this uh she got her college paid for. Oh nice. So on top of working from home and then she's going to school and then the last nail in the coffin basically was um we 
we want my parents and her her parents to watch our kids like it's just the people that raised us you mm-hmm. know and we know that like you get the same yeah qualities quality, that you guys exactly got. there's no like you know there's nothing about like you know attention and anything like they have their full and undivided you know and basically they were just you know very um worried like really really worried about COVID, and Mm -hmm. so we basically because if the kids were going over there we didn't want like any problems and um with them catching anything so we kept charlie home so that Mm -hmm. like so i mean we had like at at one point we had like jotting this stuff down like all day trying to figure out what we're going to do like Mm -hmm. you know and i thought to myself you know what can we do can we keep the shop open you sold masks for a while, right? Yeah, just to make some income. Mm-hmm. Just to make some income because, like I said, we were... I had a 69, or a 69 Nova I sold. I sold our mm-hmm. kayaks. We sold We sold so much stuff just to make this work because, mm-hmm. you know, we had a savings, but we were gone. That was gone, you mm-hmm. know? And so, basically, what, what it comes down to is I still wanted a tattoo. Mm-hmm. And with COVID and being home with the kids and, you know, Sarah working from home... And having, you know, she needs to be in her space because, you know, she deals with a lot of stuff for medical stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. and HIPAA's involved and she's got to be in her space alone, you know, Mm -hmm. she can't have anything. And so she's, you know, she's alone. So I had to be home and I have to like, sort of like figure out how I'm going to tattoo with, with the kids schedule, you know, now Mm -hmm. that I'm, you know, and so I, I, you know, I thought, okay, I'll, I'll go home. And I'll just tattoo from home. I'll keep the other shop open. Mm-hmm. But then I said, I, it's gonna. I, I'm gonna burn out. Like yeah. I still gotta manage another shop, do payroll, do a bunch of stuff. Um, and then on top of that, I'm gonna have to bring. So my. So technically, my income's gone out of that building, out of the parlor. Mm-hmm. So then I'm also buying supplies, buying. You know, um, they, they the health department doesn't want like two licenses open. So there's a whole new license, all mm-hmm. new fees. Um, sharps, you just can't throw like needles away in the trash. You have to have right. sharps pick up. They have to come and pick it up. So I have a whole new set of bills. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, well, the health department also wants somebody managing. They want somebody in, like you know there, like that's gonna make you know answer for things, even right. if I'm not there. Right. So then I was thinking, well, you know, maybe I can have Preston manage it. And then what happened was, is like initially I try to give everybody the the most industry like the, as much as I can mm-hmm. and I was you know giving them a 60% cut and then buying supplies because I don't want them going home and being like I got 60% now I have to like think about how I'm going to waste or not waste it but use this to buy my own personal supplies and stuff mm-hmm. like that so the shop had like a group of supplies that everybody used and we just I just bought and then I thought to myself well, if I pay Preston more to run the shop I lose another income Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. I'm another income down, and the shop wouldn't have survived that way. It wouldn't yeah. have. So at that point, I just took it as a loss. I was like, it is what it is, you know? And, you know, it sucked because, man, I mean, it was September 2nd, 2011. I opened that thing in St. Joe, you know? Mm-hmm. And it broke my heart closing it down. And, you know, Sarah and I, like, dude, like, one night we were crying about it, dude. We are just, like, trying to figure it all out. And, mm-hmm. you know, it sucked so bad because there was so much history there. And, mm-hmm. you know, I remember opening it, and literally for, like, Eight months straight, I feel like we had every variety of macaroni and cheese, or uh, not mac and cheese, uh, ramen noodles, man. Yeah. We were like mixing, like chemists, like mixing <laughs> the powders together, trying yeah. to make a new flavor because yeah. we were like so broken. Chicken shrimp, literally, and like, <laughs> like, dude, we were like little beakers and like trying yeah. to mix it up and trying to figure out some new stuff because we that's all we had, man. Yeah. And you remember those, you know, you remember those times, dude, like suffering like crazy just to yeah. get it open. I've been there. 
Yeah, and so... You can spice up some ramen noodles. Oh, you can spice it up. <laughs> Add a little egg in it yeah, sometimes. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. some cheese. Oh, some cheese. Oh, if yeah. you start getting other spices and oh, powders, yeah. like some garlic powder, some yeah. onion bits. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes. You know, even put to some the mushrooms point. in there. Oh, yeah, mushrooms. Yeah. I haven't tried mushrooms Yeah, before, put some either. shiitake mushrooms in there. Yeah, we never had really that. Good. I mean, yeah. even to the point where, like, we got so bored with it, we're like, I think one day I then grabbed just a piece and just ate it raw. Did you ever eat at the Brass Eye before... Uh, in Niles here? It's no, a, we've been in there, but we haven't ate there. It's before. a bottle shop now mm-hmm. because of COVID. He stopped serving food and oh, stuff. Yeah. But before that, they had uh, Vietnamese food. And they had bami sandwiches that were amazing. But their ramen was spectacular. Was it, it had everything in it. Everything. There was like apple slices, shiitake mushrooms. Um, they had egg in there. They had uh, pork belly in there. If you were ve- vegan, so they had a, a vegan option without the pork belly. But yeah. there's just a whole bunch. Of, it was it was super good. And it, it was just watering this thing. Very. I think they won one year. They won best Asian cuisine or something. Oh really? In the um, Herald, Herald Palladium or something like that. One of the newspapers. Oh. I feel like, but it was really good. We went to a ramen shop in uh, Chicago that served like the legitimate. Yeah. Thing. It was. I mean, the bowl and everything. It was so good. There's one down in Florida I want to try. Actually, before we started recording, we were talking about Dragon Ball Z because the stuff in the oh, room. Oh, yeah. And uh, there's one that's um, named after Dragon Ball Z. I forget what it's called. I forget. It's like, I think it's like the turtle something. But it's, it's the whole restaurant is themed to Dragon Ball Z. And oh, really? And all their dishes are named after the characters and stuff. And it's like a, uh, a ramen, like um, Asian cuisine, kind of fast food place almost. Yeah. I've seen it on the internet, but I've never been. It's yeah. down in Florida. Well, every time I even even usually get Naruto and he goes good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just, yeah. Man, it just like makes your mouth water. Yeah. You got to eat it like oh, that yeah. fast yeah. and loud. Slurp it up as loud as possible. Yeah. You have to be louder than everybody yeah. else. Or else it's actually rude to eat it quietly. Is it really? Yeah. And they're, uh, the culture in Asia is, is you're supposed to slurp it. That means, oh, you, that no means you like it. Oh, well, I mean, if you're, I'd if be you're, disappointing if a lot eating, of people. If you're eating yeah. quietly, it's like you're you don't like it. I would literally like, be so quiet, man. Yeah. You would be like you jerk, man. right? Yeah. yeah, you're supposed to actually eat oh, it. I did not. I did not know that. Yeah, I did not know that. It's funny. Um. So the did you at one point you told me when we were texting about the podcast and and talking about getting you on here, you were saying you were gonna have like a gaming experience and stuff with the studio or like a entertainment experience. Did you? end up doing all that yeah so uh the, um i wanted the shop to be like this uh crazy new experience i mean there i'm not the only shop with a tv in it right right um but i want the client to be like like su- like super comfortable like yeah. super at home like you want to kick your shoes off you know like um so i was like what am i going to do like what am what's going to be like what do I want? And so right. I loaded both. There's two TVs. And I always, my experience is you walk downstairs and again, that like whole like cigar shop feel. Mm-hmm. I, have yeah. ja- I have jazz playing every single okay. time. Nice. And then my other TV has a fake fireplace. Oh, cool. Like that's the experience. Like Sick. as soon as you walk in, you're yeah. cool with that and you want it over, it's done. You know what I'm saying? But right. that's like the vibe. You right, come right, in right. and that's what I'm selling to that's you That's the set vibe. That's the set yeah. vibe. Yeah. You want to, you know, the other guy came in immediately. He's like, hey, you want to play some country hip hop? And I'm like, I don't even know what that is. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. Let's, let's listen to it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, whatever you want after that. But um, I, um, I, um, I put the TVs up and uh, I put sound bars to make sure that the audio quality was yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was thinking, what else can I do? So I loaded them up. Netflix, sports, nice, ESPN. Nice. You know, that I'm, I thought of everything possible that I could that somebody would want to sit and watch. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, 
man, I need something else. What else can I do? And I thought an Xbox. Like, yeah. who wouldn't want to like, you know, play this stuff? And then, so I was like ready to buy an Xbox. And then all of a sudden I thought I was uh, downstairs playing um, Call of Duty on my computer. Oh, and nice. I'm like, I'm like OCD. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm like using my mouse and I'm like, jumping and, and uh, on Warzone and I'm on a parachute and I'm like and I'm realizing that all these movements are like so intricate you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. like a little subtle thing you know and then all of a sudden my back started to hurt in the chair a little bit like I tweaked it that day and I started focusing on that and I realized I'm like there's no who what I mean Xbox what, what were we talking about Call of Duty uh, um, um, you know things that are like really intricate like you, you're gonna need yeah. a lot of muscle like finesse Yeah. and I thought there's no way you're gonna be getting you know tattooed at the same time you're in pain right and then all guns you you got some 18 year old squatting over your face on call of duty you know what i'm saying and then (laughs) you know you're gonna be angry you're getting tattooed yeah when i play games i yell usually oh yeah yeah you know because you want to do your best you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying and so so what i decided to do is dumb it down a little bit and i got a nintendo switch and so Dude, if you can't play Mario while yeah, you know, yeah, Mario yeah. Kart, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. I mean, I'll even set it up to like beginner mode where you just Something the a walls little and the throttles already lower state. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's a Nintendo Switch in there. Nice. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, I just wanted to create a different experience for people. So far, I've had about 25 people in so far, and none of them have used it. So, okay. Yeah, you know, so, but again, it was a, a little bit of an older crowd, so I'm waiting for. It probably depends on where the tattoo is, too. Right. But, you know. Like, if you got one on your calf or something. Like, if you were laying on your stomach, stomach with getting your calf yeah. done and you're down yeah. here working on them and they're, like, just playing. Yeah. I could probably do that. And yeah. I have lower pain tolerance when it comes to tattoos. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, ultimately, all these things are entertainment, but they're also to take your mind off of it. You know what I'm this saying? is true. And yeah. So I, you know, yeah, you're gonna die a lot more in Mario or Yoshi World or whatever. But it's not their game. Keep right. Keep in mind, like right. they're they're playing right. on your system. It's not their save file. Right. Right. It's not right. like as right. big. Like they're just getting a temporary glimpse into right. this like game. Right. And then another thing too, even if the client, let's just say the client was just not like, I don't want to deal with it, or I don't want to do it, or, or even just the TVs in general. Like if they don't want to watch anything, like usually they just want music. You know, people mm-hmm. just want music. Yeah. Um, and we can't do it yet because of COVID because right now, uh, the health department only wants like one person in the shop. Mm-hmm. So, but down the road, I mean, people bring, you know, people like they bring a friend True. and yeah. it, it dude, it's five hour tattoos in a room. Right. You get bored. Yeah. So, like, Especially if you're the friend. Exactly. No, really. <laughs> I've been I, the friend. Yeah. So, I mean, you, or you the know, husband. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you just like start staring around yeah. you could jump on Facebook and now I can hand you the remote and be or here's a, the Nintendo switch controller. Go to town. You can have either one of the TVs. They'll work mm-hmm. both. The Nintendo Switch wired to both of them. I'm like, you can use it on both. It's like, whatever you want. So, it just... Like I said, I'm trying to create something different. Something super relaxing. Um, you know, if they want to, like... You know, we got chickens in the back. If they want to go stare at a chicken or pick one oh, up. Oh, that's cool. You know? So, you know, it, we're just trying to create something different. Um, but it also homey because I'm not a fan. I, I, I'll, I'll say it to the world. I am... A big baby when I get tattooed. Are you? Oh, I am the worst dude. Who does your tattoos? So that was something I was gonna every, ask. You. Basically, I Preston's had done to my tattoos. Um, I had Adrian and Mateo do some of my tattoos. I've had anywhere we travel, I try to get. A tattoo. I only know Preston. Are the other two at the parlor? No, Adrian owns a legacy house in. Um, I think he it was in Stevensville, and I think it's in St. Joe now. Okay. Um, and then anywhere I go, like anywhere, we went to Nashville, went to Nashville shop. Yeah. And uh, anywhere I travel, I like get something tiny and small. Because 
I got I got the, this one in uh, Colorado, nice. which is for Michigan. My oh yeah, yeah, Michigan. Hand, yeah. So many people don't get that, and like it's so funny. I, I got it because we travel a lot, so when we're like at bars and stuff, people ask you where you're from, yeah. and I'm always like this, and half it's like a half and half. Like some people are like just look at me funny, and I'm like I'm from Michigan, and I'm like this is the state. <laughs> oh, and then like other people get it right away. Oh and yeah, like, that that's cool. But yeah, um, yeah, we got that, and then we got our coordinates to where we got married that's awesome right here and so i got those at the same time but i was a big baby with this i don't i those are the only ones on my arms and oh, my man. hand no i start baby. sweating and do you really oh i will start sweating like really bad and then i'll start talking like a lot yeah like where you gotta be like dude sh- do shut up like, <laughs> and then inside my toes if you could just see the ballet that's going on where like it's a crunch and like this yeah fingers, I, I do that too you know toes. what i'm saying like mm-hmm. I, I mean I, it's just like a like a they're just moving around in there but i'm like you know like i'm still cold like i'm just like but the, if you could just see my toes you'd really know what's going on yeah you know but yeah i'm just i'm the i am the biggest baby and and that's another bonus of the shop is that you know at the parlor you everything was so open and any shop is yeah, open yeah. you could literally i mean if you have the approval of the person getting tattooed you could walk straight back you know what right, I'm saying? right right we had a lot of people stopping out that were friends that just wanted to come and hang out you know mm-hmm. and for me like if i'm in that state where like i am not the happiest you know i'm getting mm-hmm. a cool tattoo but i'm not like i am sort of upset yeah and then you're like let's have a really cool conversation right. i want to be like piss off dude you know what I'm saying like <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. want to talk to you right, right now you know and the same thing like I don't know what my clients are thinking but I don't want them to put them in that same predicament you know what I'm saying right right and you know you know you got a, a friend there you want to be like you know you know like right right you know, they're coming to try to talk to you yeah, and you're focusing yeah, on a tattoo yeah. and so this this also you know no, not, it's never going to happen nobody's going to bother us you know you right. can scream you can cuss you can say anything you can start crying right and and my shop's like Vegas times a thousand like yeah. whatever happens in my shop and my studio stays in the shop. stays in the yeah. studio. Nobody ever, you know, that's just the thing. It's like whatever you tell your tattooers, like some people call us therapists, like yeah. it sticks, you know, I yeah. need nothing. We don't ever, you know, no right. matter what it is. I mean, the FBI could come out and be like, we're going to subpoena you because you just had somebody tell you something about take me to jail. Right. <laughs> you know tell saying? me nothing. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> tell you nothing. So, but yeah, I mean, that's just the whole point, you know, uh, we wanted something really homey you know mm-hmm. but without take the homey part the actual homey part out of it right right you know? it doesn't feel like a home when you're in there right yeah 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 for you but i don't want to be like oh this is your house you know right, as soon as right. you walk and that's the thing you walk in any other room in our house and it looks nothing like the studio right and so we was like it's like a little like wor- wormhole or like you just walk into this yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like another dimension where you're just getting tattooed and you walk back out kind of yeah. thing so i used to get my hair cut by a, a lady that had her salon at her house yeah. it was an exterior building it was yeah. like her garage redone yep. or something like that but yep. i'm familiar with the idea like a yeah. lot of people have that yeah well and keep it that's separate. what the, the township was having like it was like so new to them like i you know i talked to the township and they're like well let me get back to you because they right, do right. like i said they do a, a what we got is a minor home occupancy which lets you have like so many round trips for people like i think the max was six people at your house so like the neighborhood's not like filled with cars and stuff oh, like that okay. come back and forth and then there's like no noise like they don't want you creating any noise um so basically every it's single interesting. thing that it's like, was what if you have a party what if you just had a party that wasn't uh, like associated well they'll probably figure out that i have business hours too so they'd probably be like if it's out of business hours yeah. like it wasn't part of the business but they allow on a minor home occupancy they allow you to have a tiny little sign that says like what you are somewhere mm, around your house okay. which i didn't even put up because Again, I'm trying, You don't want people to drive and, by. Right, I don't want people to drive by and stop out. I also don't... I want to keep the neighborhood looking good. 
Right. You know, I don't right. want some gaudy sign that says, you know, CS Inc. works, you know, right, and then right. it just destroys the look of the neighborhood. We have like that, we have like those, our neighborhood is like one of those, um, like ET neighborhoods where like, you know, everybody knows everybody yeah, and, yeah. you know, like everybody's cool with everybody. Very and close knit. Yeah, close knit and, and um, it's, you know, the, we're, we live on one of the last roads, so there's like one or two cars on it every, you know, hour or two hours and it's basically people pulling in and out of their driveway kind of thing, so... Uh, I didn't want to disturb that whatsoever, and mm-hmm. I love our neighborhood. So, um, and I would not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do that to our neighbors. You know, like, oh, how do I get to your house? Well, my neighbor has a giant six by eight sign out front that says the parlor I'm next to that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, or no, three the houses yeah. after that. Yeah, three houses. <laughs> that's going to be like the marker for the neighbor right, right. how to get to your house. I didn't want that at all. Like, yeah. so our neighbors were like, "Wow, you did, you can't even tell. Like, you can't. You roll out by our house, and there you have no clue that there's a tattoo studio that's downstairs. Cool. So. That's nice. Very uh, secluded yeah. and, and keep to yourself. Um, have you tattooed at anywhere else other than the parlor in there? Uh, so I tattooed. I started my apprenticeship at Touch of Color in St. Joe. Okay. Uh, it's not there anymore. It's a yoga place, I believe. It's right. Okay. It used to be by the where the I believe it's Main and Niles Avenue split where the AT and T store is. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was literally the next store over. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was there, and I, I can't. Well, I was tattooing 11 years, so what would that be? I'm terrible at math, especially. 11 years from now? Yeah. 2009? 2009, yeah. 2009, 2008. 2008. Yeah. yeah, right in there. So, yeah, I started there and uh, did my apprenticeship there. Um, but then after that, I basically started my own business because, yeah. you know, it's, it, the whole thing, tattooing fell in my lap. I didn't I didn't want to be a tattoo artist. Really? Like not not I didn't want to. I just had no clue. I never even thought of the, of it being a, a career whatsoever. Were you in like did, into art before that? Yeah, like so drawing? Yeah. Cuz most tattoo artists draw. I mean, you don't No, right? so yeah, why well, I, I drew like I I was art like I knew how to do art, but mm-hmm. you know, I went through high school and I was uh, high school, you know, where you do the little tests, what you want to be. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. going to be a graphic designer, so I went to Andrews University and went to school for it. Basically, that sort of fell through because when I graduated, it was one of those things where like you had to go to the firm or the place you were going to te- or to uh, do uh, graphic design. Where now you can go to Cambodia, get in a hut, get Wi-Fi signal, and you can be a te- or a graphic design artist. You you can literally be anywhere in the world and be a graphic design yeah. artist for a firm that's ten thousand miles away. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be. Well, when I got out of uh, college, you had to go to the place. Well, for some reason, during the whole process, I didn't put two and two together. Yeah. And then my wife's family was here. I couldn't like separate her from that. And then if I stayed here, I'd be doing business cards and brochures for small businesses. Mm-hmm. You know, and I like to do big graphics. I stuff. hear you on that because I went to school for graphic design. Yeah, so yeah. I know so exactly you know what, what I'm talking like. about. Yeah. You have to go. You know, at that time back now, now you can, I'm younger than you, but yeah. even I mean, I got out of college in 2014, and it was still like. They would much rather you be there. Yeah. I mean, I was yeah. looking at like moving, like being in this area. Well, it's hard. I do freelance a little bit, yeah. but it's hard to like make that. Your, yeah. And, and really, I work at the credit union and that just fell into my lap. Yeah. Like I was, um, I got a job as a teller and yeah. then I just worked out to join IT and yeah. I make too good of money to, right, to like, try to try, do well, graphic why would design. You, you're, like, you're in your comfort space. You yeah. know, why would you get out of that? That's why I do well spoken. Yeah. Because that's where I make my art right. my graphic design yeah. that's your outlet put it on t-shirts yeah, that's and your sell it. art outlet yeah so then um after i went there i was like i got bummed out i just spent a bunch of money you know yeah, yeah. and so i was like what do i do and you know i was looking for a graphic design jobs at the time and there's a couple places that were like pumping out like 
three three card brochures or three folds and I was like, man, this is what I want to do. So it takes the artistry out of you too. It does. Like the creativity. I mean, well, yes, it is brutal. Depending on the company you do yes. it for, unless you're at an actual studio that's doing freelance for other companies. Yes. If you're at like a firm doing their marketing and it gets really corporate, you're just like, dude, it sucks it out of you. You don't want to do it. Yeah, you don't want to do it, and it's there's no creativity. And I bet with sort. tattooing, like you're still doing people's tattoos, but I know a lot a lot of people give you a little bit of creative oh, yeah. freedom no, they and do. stuff. So they like. Do. you know it's they it's do. it's not as corporate yeah like, no. and you can always say no to a tattoo right right yeah you, you can know, tell like, people that's not my know. that's not my vibe or, um, or whatever um but yeah so i was like what do i do then i decided i was like i'll go back to school i went to smc did some more art a couple semesters that's where i went did SMC. you yeah, yeah it's good uh, school. so bill rothwell mm-hmm. was bill's what, awesome yeah bill is amazing and david baker yep. I don't know if you yep yeah drawing so, yeah drawing, drawing one and two yeah. with david baker so i had a couple more classes i don't know why I, I was just it was it was in my blood at the time so i was like i'll take some more graphic design classes mm-hmm. I took some art, a bunch of art classes. It's a me. really good skill to have. It, yeah. I well, mean, it, I mean, it makes you use your brain yeah. a lot. You know, yeah. you're out of, you know, especially if you're not using that side of your brain, you know, just stimulating it. Mm-hmm. You see things in a different aspect. Mm-hmm. You know, you're normally not looking at, the, you know, you, he would go home and David Baker would be like, hey, go draw this. And you're like, wow. And then you start drawing that object and you're like, I've just never stared at this. You, you Well, did you know? he, do you remember, did he make you do the exercise where you had to draw the silhouette of stuff? Yeah without the inside of it at all yeah like if i looked at that table and all the stuff on the table and i yeah. have to go all the way around it yeah. and that's like the weirdest thing yeah that it's was the that, weirdest thing it was that exercise and then i think either before that exercise or after he would make you do the same thing but without looking at the paper you ever, yeah yeah yeah, one, yeah where you had to do that same thing but mm-hmm. not not ever make eye contact with your paper right. you just had to look at the object and continue yeah. and it blew my mind like yeah. it was somewhat close yeah i think it would be like totally just uh your, your pen would go off the page yeah 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 and you would have to be like oh man start over for some reason it worked out uh every time mm-hmm. um yeah so then i went there and then i love cars okay I, I love working on cars and my i think my it was my wife or i don't know who told me they're like well why don't you go work on cars so I was like, uh, and it was a hobby. And so I went back to school to SMC for my uh, automotive degree. I did two more years and got my okay. associates. And then right So you got out, associates in both? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. So then I went right back out mm-hmm. and uh, like fresh, fresh out of automotive school at SMC. Okay. And I got hired at uh, Peterson European working on the freaking coolest cars. I don't know how I looked out. I was, we're working on really? Ferraris. We're working on oh, Porsches. Sweet. We're working on... Like uh, the nicest car. It's like a dream job, right it there. Was like for a mechanic. A, it was a dream job. Yeah. It was a dream job. And at first, when you're in there, you're like, "Oh my gosh!" Like these things are like even just sitting in them, dude. Like it was like yeah. you just smell the leather. Yeah. And like you know, one car I got in there one time, and it, it was like, "Good afternoon, John." And I, oh, was like, sweet. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was like, and we worked on like some of the. This one car came in. It was a 1968 Ferrari GT2 Plus Two. Okay. It was only like. Oh, I want to say like two hundred thousand in the world. Wow. Yeah, and it it was uh, right hand drive. It was like it, I couldn't believe it was coming into the shop, and they pull up into the shop in it, and the clutch was stuck. And we pull in the shop, and in the center there's this amazing wood grain paneling, and in the center there was a plaque that said nineteen sixty eight uh, Grand Prix third place. That car oh, was wow. in the nineteen sixty eight Grand Prix. Oh wow! And I was like. I was like, so we took pictures in front of it. Yeah. Like, that was the kind of stuff we had. We were like, that's what we were doing. We we're working on some of the coolest stuff. Uh, 
And uh, I did that for two years. And then out of the blue, on my lunch break, a buddy of mine was getting tattooed at Touch of Color. And he's like, do you want to be a tattoo artist? Like, that was the call. Just random Just like that? Just random like that. Yeah, he calls me and he's like, do you want to be a tattoo artist? And I was like... I didn't know what to say. I was what like, made him ask? Just because you did art? Well, or? no, because, well, yeah, art. And I've, I've done art my whole life, and he knew yeah. it, you know. And Well, it's funny, because, like, you, you said, uh, like, I don't know, 20 minutes ago or whatever about being in high school and doing the test or whatever. Yeah. Tattoo artist was one of the things on my list, yeah. because I liked to draw right. at the time, right. and I, but I never pursued it, so, yeah. Yes, yeah, so it was, it was out of the blue. I literally, like, just pulled my sandwich out. Like, yeah, I just, yeah. like soggy sandwich it was like had the tomatoes like literally soaked it all up and i was just about to eat it covered in like grease and i was like man so i was like i'll call you back and so come to find out jt i was tattooing him and he was looking for a a full-fledged tattooers like okay and he's i you know i call him back and i go like what am i gonna lose like right you know so i went i told john i was like listen i need a longer lunch break i grabbed my portfolio from the house ran to st joe and showed him and like i was hired on the spot and, so, and that was a portfolio of drawing and like yeah drawings design? graphic design stuff okay just showing because like, you had never picked up a, a needle no, to tattoo no never and so i was just showing him i know contrast i know color theory i know right. like all that stuff like you can design yeah i can design the, yeah the I can, i'm halfway there you right. know what i'm saying you don't have to teach me that stuff yeah. and because again i had to sell it to him because he was not wanting an apprentice he just basically right. wanted somebody to start so i got hired did my apprenticeship um it was done with that about a year later and then uh, he was, I don't know if he just, like, I was i was really gung-ho about it. Once I started, I was like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my just life. Just fell in love with it? I just fell it. in love with it. So I'm like, I'm going to go crazy. Yeah. And so I think he might have noticed it. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know. Maybe I was going like, you Saw know. Saw like the spark in you? Yes. And then he's like, at the end of my apprenticeship, he's like, you want to run my business? And I was like, sure, you know. And so I started running his business and, you know, I, I was... Like he wanted to get out of it? He no, no, no. He just like wanted to like come to work. He just basically wanted like a He manager. wanted a tattoo, but he didn't want a manager Right, yeah. He, and I was like, I'll be your manager. Like I'll, you know, order your stuff and, and take your bills and then... And so... And all that extra shit. Yeah, all the extra stuff. And so, you know, initially I was like, I don't know if I can do this. You know, think of running a business. I didn't know anything about it. Like mm-hmm. I would do the best that I can, mm-hmm. you know, learn. And so he was teaching me a couple things initially about, you know paying this and that and what to do and uh i one day i'm like this isn't that bad like i thought it was like out of my league kind of thing like mm-hmm. you have to have a business degree for this or like right and so i you know i went to uh i went to my dad and uh i, I was telling him about it and i had my look i would carry around i printed on an excel spreadsheet of what i needed like part numbers for oh, yeah. the tattoo chairs and inks and I, I folded it and opened it so much that literally is barely being held by like some angelic fibers because yeah. I, it was on the verge of imploding. <laughs> and so like I would open it and close it, fold it, open it, and close it. And we went to Roxy's one day and I'm already at the, at, at touch of color for, I think almost two years, three years right now. And, uh, I'm, my dad's like, what do you want to do for the future? Wait, what's going on? I was like, I want to open my own shop. He's like, Oh yeah, it's cool. You know? And, uh, he's like, do you know what you need? So I do, I'm folding this thing open mm-hmm. on, the, on the, you know, like literally it looks like an old map. And I was like, things were fading. The ink wasn't even on half of the things anymore. I was like, I need like, I think I told him, I was like, I can't remember the number exactly. It was like 20, I'm just going to make it up. It was like $21,000 or something to get everything I needed. And mm-hmm. start first first month's rent, last month's rent, right. all that stuff. 
And he's like, oh, okay, you know. And we're eating our olive burgers. And he's like, well, I'm going to go to the bank and deposit a check. if, And I'll drop you off at the house because he came and picked me up. And so we go to the bank and he cashes a check. He added a cash. And he's walking out to the door and he almost touches the door with his hand. And he, and he puts it down. He turns around, walks back to the teller and tells her she needs a $21,000 cashier's check. And then turns around and hands it to me. Nice. Yeah. So it was. It, even it, it, I'm got goosebumps now. It always gives me goosebumps. Like yeah. you know, he was like my parents have always been. They, my parents were never made of money, but you know they've always supported me like, yeah. in every way possible. So. And that's really cool because yeah. I mean, based on your story, you just said you didn't have to, like. Well, is there tattoo school? No. Is there, no okay. there, they, they like apprenticeships. There's, there's some advertised, really but it's. I'm gonna get in trouble for this, but I think it's almost a joke. Like really? you, there's yeah you you to do it right you have to do an apprenticeship. Okay. You basically find a tattoo artist you like and you're under his wing. You know. And you but I mean, you. you had degrees in two different oh, yeah, things. Oh yeah, two different things. You yeah. started it up out of nowhere. Yeah. You were there for a few years yeah. and then you were just yeah. like and they're like yes I believe in you. Yeah. Here's twenty one thousand. Yeah. And so that's how they always been. Like that's, all, awesome. that's how they always been. You know. And so like my dad could have been like hey homie like you just dropped out of your automotive degree. You right. Know what I'm right. saying like he could have and but they've never been like that. They've always like given us everything we need even though we they didn't have anything at all you know kind of thing so that's really cool yeah and started the parlor and you know it's been craziness ever since then that's awesome was the parlor always in that spot in Eau Claire? or you said it was in st joe no it was in st joe it was uh tucked in between gillespie's and sandman barbershop right across the street okay. like literally across the street from burger king like if you were in the drive-thru okay you look to the right it's like right there okay and um, then when did it move to Eau Claire? in 2006 it moved to Eau Claire. Okay. Um, we were just basically, it was one of those things where the place opened up. I mm. think one day Preston came up to me. He's like, yeah, there was a place called Casualties that was there. And they okay. moved. Wasn't and it a church at one point? Or did it just look like a church? It just looked like a church. Everybody thought it was a church. Okay. Everybody that, yeah. thought it was I like, mean, it looked like a church and then the big open area. Yeah. Like you could totally picture like oh yeah pews there, pews there and, then, and, there's a, and like yeah, a stage yeah, and there's a podium where the pastor exactly yeah. yeah no it was it was at one point i think it was like a house oh no 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 the very first thing was like i mean we're talking way back in the day mm-hmm. i think it was a tractor like repair place oh wow. i mean like way back in the day that I mean, makes i mean when, sense for the area yeah and i mean it even had like dirt floors back in the day oh wow okay. yeah and then it turned into a house at one point and then um, it turned into casualties, and then casualties moved, and then it opened up, and and you know it was rent was cheaper, it was like half, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it was closer for me. Mm-hmm. And then the cool thing is that Preston's stepdad owned it, and Preston literally lived oh, 150 cool. feet. I mean, one of the conversations we had was like, "Hey, homie, are you gonna be okay with like people looking out the window at your house? You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. Like you're gonna be out there like doing things on your day off, kind of thing. Right. You know, we had that. That's how the conversation went. And he's like, "Yeah, I mean, I don't care. You know." Mm-hmm. So we moved it out there. Uh, again, remodeled everything. You know, and made it. You know, you know what? You know, something yeah. nice and you know people can walk into. Um, and then, like I said, this year, you know, we had to shut it down, mm-hmm. kind of thing. But yeah, it's, it's open back now. Yeah, right? yeah. So and Preston Preston's opened it back now? up. Um, and uh, he's yeah he's I think he opened it June fifteenth. Okay. And he's been over there uh, with Stephanie. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're and right now I think they're looking for another tattoo artist. Okay. Cool. But yeah, so it's been yeah it's been a crazy yeah crazy time. And then um, so CS Inc Works did uh, 
Is that the first name that you came up with? Did you have any iterations of names or logos or uh, different things yeah, through that process? Yeah, you know, it was like, I'm, that's my, my thing. My Again, I'm not good with words. I'm not okay. good with, some people are like, because it was down in the shop, yeah. like downstairs, they're yeah. like, make it like a speakeasy. Like speakeasy, you know, Yeah, whatever. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and I was like, that's yeah, a cool idea. you know, that's cool. But then it also goes off of like my whole thing that I'm trying to avoid. Like, you know, like speakeasy was like illegal. Yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah, you want to avoid I, I, that. Yeah, you want I'm it like, to be clean. Yeah, it you know, if to that's be... like one of those bugs that follows you in the pool and you just waft away, you know, you're trying yeah, to like yeah, splash yeah. it away. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, I don't need that right now. You know, I'm splashing it away. Um, and then I'm thinking like, what am I going to do? And then one day, have you, um, have you read the book, The Giving Tree? No. Oh, it's gnarly, dude. Yeah. It's like a kid's book and it yeah. shouldn't, I feel like it shouldn't be a kid's book because it's really? just this crazy underlying issue of like how a parent gives everything kind of feel. Okay. Well, that's what I get from it. Maybe it's like not even supposed to be like that, but yeah. anyways, at one point, uh, the boy uh, carves, uh, his initials uh, in the tree Okay. And I've always wanted to do that in a tree. Like, I've always wanted yeah, yeah, like, yeah. to carve something, you know, in a tree. So we have this beautiful oak tree in our house. I mean, it's it's awesome. And one day, I'm like, I'm doing this, dude. So I got, like, a grinder. Yeah. I didn't even use a knife. I used a grinder with, like, a grinding head that you would use to, like, grind away actual metal. I'm not cutting metal, oh, okay. but grind it. So it was, like, quarter-inch thick. Yeah. And I made this huge heart. Oh, that's and cool. I basically, what like, carved it out. It's, like, the size of, like, uh, I don't even know what, to, like... It's big. It's big. And so yeah. I carve it out of the tree and one the next couple of days we're sitting outside and I look at the tree and all of our initials on it is CS, CS, Charlie, Silas, Sarah, Charles. Oh, okay. And so that's where it came from. I'm like, all of our initials are CS. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and then it, again, it's at my house. It's very family oriented, mm-hmm. you know? And so I'm like, that's, I mean, some people are like, I don't, and that's what I told Sarah. I try to humble myself as much as I can and mm-hmm. like, and I told Sarah, I don't want people to think it's my name. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, right, I don't right. want people like, Chuck Schmidt. You yeah. know, like, it's my shop, my name. Right, right. And I'm like, I hope, you know. And I did get to explain it on, on somebody commented about something like that. And they're like, what does it mean? I got to actually tell people. Because yeah. I don't want to come out also and, and, you know, be obnoxious and be like, this is what it means, you know. Right, right, right. So I, it, like, came up naturally. And I was like, explaining it to people. And they're like, oh, yeah. So, yeah, like I say, it's just everybody's initials in our house. And, uh, you know, not, you know, sometimes I'm like, is it creative enough? But then I'm like, it's my family, you know? And and that's basically what we did this for. This whole thing was for the best thing that could come from my family, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, so that's what is, that's how CS Inc. Works came around. Well, and it gives you a lot of flexibility with your schedule, like you were saying. I mean, you're at home. Yeah, I'm at home. Do appointments around the other things you're doing. I mean, I can't even tell you, like... And the, I'm not again. It was it was such a fast thing that like when we sh- shut the shop down, it was it was brutal. And you know you were just like in a in a haze. And then you were in construction, and the whole thing was a haze because there's like so many things you got to do, and like so many little things about the health department and the township that wanted. And you're in a haze the whole time that you you really couldn't um, begin to appreciate like why you're even there. Like for example, like I don't know how you feel. I will not take a shit in a public restroom. Yeah, I'm, I'm there. I'm, so, I'm, do you know what? It, you know? I mean, in a dire circumstance, I will, but... Dude, it has to usually, be like, usually, it has to be dire. Like, usually, I'm hovering, like, I'm hovering, or I'm laying down toilet dude, paper. Dude, it's still for me. I know, yeah. it's still something, like, there was a comedian talking about going to the airport, and he said that that when, uh, when he went to the restroom, it actually, like, 
you know how like a droplet will bounce back up he yeah, said it yeah it, it like he felt like it went in his butt and his butt oh, locked no. up and then the whole airplane ride he's like what's growing inside of me <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. he's like it's like you know, all of a sudden he's got an alien popping out of his yeah, chest you know yeah. and that's that's how i feel dude i'm like but dude the fact that i get to go up two flights of stairs and yeah. go in my own restroom right do you know I what i'm saying you. yeah dude it's like the best thing <laughs> on earth i am like well angels are popping out doves are popping out of yeah. my curtains in my bathroom like yeah. it is the best thing to be able to be like in the most relaxed place on earth in the bathroom you. you know so and you didn't think about that i didn't even think about that I, it, it, so every day i'm like oh man i get to like you know like you know if i need something it's literally 20 feet away from me so i agree with you from working from home since march myself i got the same thing yes. i mean i feel like when you don't have that you train your body to not necessarily like at work yeah. at least not have to go to the bathroom yeah like right you train, like it took because you get home it's that like 5 30 you're yes. home first thing you do yeah is use the bathroom Drama at dues. home right yeah <laughs> because yeah and i can't i can't i mean I, I mean i mean yeah i'll use the bathroom if i have to you know but if, I if you're talk, on like an eight hour car ride or dude, something, then you have to like pull over dude, somewhere. But dude, I can't. So like I said, <laughs> every day, like even still, like every day, I'm noticing a new thing that I could have done. You know that I can do now. And but you didn't think about those things. Like I doing said. laundry. You do laundry in between. Uh, you can do anything. Yeah. I mean, like literally anything you want. I mean, you know, and and I thought at one point like Sarah and I would get at each other's nerves because you know she's at home too, and mm-hmm. we do we've been like, like everything's meshing perfectly it's sort that's of awesome like normally if, you know some people are like i'm around my significant other too much you know yeah and so but no i mean everything's working out really good um that's good to hear man yeah yeah because i've been seeing on actually really recently i've been seeing on um, facebook people saying like you know 2020 has been a hard year and it sucked but a lot of people have grown yeah. and become better from it. Yeah. So like, you know what I mean? You got well, this whole new shop. In, you it got... puts you in something that you, takes you out of a comfort zone, but then you start to figure out how to work through this. You got to adapt. You, know, you got to, you do, you have to, and if you don't, you're not going to make, you know, you have to adapt to everything and, um, you know, and it puts you in a place that you weren't before and you work through it and you become better for it, mm-hmm. you know? So totally agree. Yeah. Um, so I did want to ask too, because you mentioned—I think you mentioned it to me the other day. You also do piercings, right? Yeah, I we did piercings at the parlor. The only thing I'm doing in the new shop is—I'm um, thinking about it right now—is possibly doing lobes. Okay. Um, and I'm, I don't know if I'm going to do it yet or not. And the reason I'm only going to do possibly do lobes is um, a lot of people are eerie of how do I say this without like crushing an industry. My children are everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you want the best for them. You mm-hmm. want like the best of everything. And when, oh man, how to, when you, there's some places like, for example, in the mall, there's some places where you can get your ears pierced mm-hmm. and that's just the way it's done. It's just, it's a lot different than us. Like our, our industry, tattooing industry is like, our goal is to first make it as sterile and as clean as possible. Second mm-hmm. is as sound as crazy as it sounds is the act of creating a good piece for you. The mm-hmm. health department doesn't care if, if you can tattoo really good. They don't, you could, ta- you could be the worst tattooist on earth and you still get a license. Mm-hmm. They just want to make sure that you're clean mm-hmm. period. And that's what every tattoo artist should focus on is being as clean as humanly possible. And there was, I don't want to say the place, but there was years ago, a uh, buddy of mine went to the mall and we got like these little like corn dog things. And we sat in front of one of these places that do it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there was like a 16 year old girl just like going to like Hammertown on like a row of people like 
rarely switch, switching gloves out. And no, again, and, and, and when, as a parent, you want to take your kid to the cleanest, safest place possible. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of parents realizing down the road, like, hey, it might cost me a little more, but I know that they're going to do the best job they can for mm-hmm. one, do the job and then be as clean as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, as for a parent's, uh, for parents, I possibly am thinking about doing just lobes. Okay. So like I said, so I have a place so parents don't have to stress out about going somewhere, you know, and mm-hmm. then there's nothing crazier than a kid wanting something, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if it's like persistence, 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 you know, um, some parents are like, well, fine, we'll take you to this place, you know, mm-hmm. but if there's something that's open for them, that's cleaner and safer and they know they're going to get what they wanted and nothing, you know, nothing extra, mm-hmm. you know, then they're going to come. But like I said, it's just a whole nother thing of just doing piercings in general. So, yeah, I asked because one, I didn't know you did piercings and yeah. it's like, is that just come with the territory of tattooing? Actually, no, actually, I think it's going by the wayside. Really? It's less and less. I hear about less and less uh, shops even having piercings. Yeah. Like right now, I think the only people that have a shop that pierces is Marvel in Roseland on 933. Mm-hmm. And man, other than that, I really don't know. Because I feel like it's not as, I mean, some people might disagree with me, but it's not as like, it's not as much art as tattooing. Right. Like, no. like piercing, like you're just... It's a cosmetic thing for the person getting it. Right. They want, I mean, I have earrings, yeah. so like I like my earrings in, but it's not like for you. You're right. not you know, doing the application. Art. Yeah, it's it, there is a there is it's not art, but there is a finesse to it. Like some there, people, yeah, oh yeah, like some people think it's just like you grab the fleshy part and you run a needle through it. No, there's like there's like uh, like for um, for nose piercings, you have to like. It has to be the right angle, mm-hmm. you know, and you have to worry about angles and you have to, depending on the piercer, they might use a cork or they might use a receiving tube. You have to make sure you nail that receiving tube or you're going to go and nail the inside of their septum. You have to like, after that, everything has to be in the right angles. You have to run the jewelry through and that's like a whole other thing. But yeah, I mean, you have to like, it's almost like playing pool a little bit. Like you have to sort of know like where, line things up and how Get they're going to come right out. Angle. Like the, the right angles and if you don't, um, you're going to have a crap ton of problems. Wow. You're going to have, like, things are going to look crooked. Um, there was a, uh, at one point, I stopped doing septums because they were, like, the most centered thing on your face. Mm-hmm. And um, if you did a septum incorrectly, like, if you, do, we're all human. Right. Nobody, I mean, nobody has a perfect day every day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, for example, if the person even sitting in the chair jumps at last minute, they move or something, and that thing goes in, it is like, an LED on their face. Like they know something's not right. You yeah, know by looking yeah. at it. And if it's just off by like a hair, you can tell, you know? And so at that point, I'm like, there's, you know, there was so little of them wanting to be done. And I'm like, I'm just not doing them anymore. Is that the yeah. worst thing to pierce? Or have you pierced anything that's worse? Uh, that was like the worst. I mean, for people to get, I mean, for what the piercings that I did, I mean, it was one of the worst. I mean, people gasped at the pain. It is brutal. Yeah. Yeah. It's intense. People's eyes were watering. Um, but yeah, other than yeah, other than that, that's probably one of out of the piercings that I did is probably one of those most intense ones. Yeah, I've never done any crazy piercings. I mean, yeah. my I just got my ears pierced and I had to get them pierced. Like, I, I it's funny because I did go to one of the places in the mall and just got it pierced. And yeah. What? <laughs> even worse, a couple times before that, I got it pierced at Walmart. Did you? Uh, 
and did I had still to do it. I wonder. I'm curious. It was a long time ago when I did that. It was I've had these now since like high school. Uh-huh. Well, I had to take them out because of jobs, so I kept getting my ears pierced, and oh, then yeah. like they'd close up because yep. I'd go to work, yep. and they'd be like, "You got to take that out." Yeah. Like, yeah. Finally, I had a job that would let me, so I kept them in. But what uh, what kind of tattoos do you prefer doing? Uh, I don't have a preference. Just like the website says, I don't, I don't have a style. I don't. Your website looks awesome, by the way. Thank you. I didn't get to read everything. I did yeah. look at a lot of the gallery and just yeah. like look around on the website. Yes. So I don't, I don't, I hate saying I don't want a style. Okay. I don't really want a style. I, I probably do have a style. If you look at my stuff, like I do sculpt quite a few of my lines in a lot of the pieces that where people give me a, a lot of freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, but the what I love the most is that where like people give you like when you talk to a client you're like well, what do you want and then I ask them like I'm like send me all that it doesn't have to be like a reference exactly of the tattoo you want but like give me styles that you like mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. if you want a heart give me some like stuff tattoos that you like just like how if it's realistic neo traditional traditional mm-hmm. like what is your style that you want this and then a lot of times they're like listen this, this is the content this is the style that I want go with it. And that's the best feeling in the world. Like, okay. where they're just like, run with it, run with it. But they give you a little bit of an idea. Yeah, yeah. So, they're, for example, they're like, hey, I want a pirate ship. And I'm like, okay, what style do you want it? And they're like, they're like, I want it neo-traditional style. And then that's it. After that, they're like, go run with it. They don't care how many sales are in it. They don't care. Like, right, right. You know what I'm saying? And I, I get to be, I get to be creative with it. Mm-hmm. Or some people, which is right. I mean, I'm about to say something, but they have every right to do this. Some people come in and they micromanage every aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Of course they should. It's be on their body it's forever. Exactly, forever. If they want a ham sandwich with a nuclear explosion behind it and a gorilla taking a dump on it, like that's what they want. Mm-hmm. And you do the best job for that person mm-hmm. of what they want. Uh, but sometimes people are like, you're the artist, this is your, this is your craft and go for it. And you're like, yes, you know, yeah. like this is like, and this is, you know, and now that I've been doing it for so long, people are like, it's more of a freedom. Now people are like, we trust you, mm-hmm. go for it, like create something awesome. We like your work. And so I get to like create these pieces and some people don't even see them until the day of, like I literally, they're standing in there, the consent form's been signed. I turn my iPad around and like run it. And I'm like, okay. You know what I'm that's saying? Sweet. Yeah. So it's that's the best feeling, and and, and yeah. I don't care what style I tattoo. I love doing realistic all the way to like uber traditional tattoos. Um, I still have a problem doing super traditional stuff because I'm a I love lines. I love okay. lines, and in traditional tattoos. It's like the most simplistic line tattoo ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, they use like the color palettes are super small. I mean, I mean, it's primary colors like mm-hmm. reds, yellows. There's no blending. Right. And so I'm like. I love, I like to be a little more technical with things and like treat more lines. Mm-hmm. I like to blend things a lot. So when somebody's like, give me the most traditional flower, I'm like, okay. And every time I'm drawing it, I'm like, Charles, calm down. Take the right, line right, out. Right. Take the line <laughs> out. I'm adding lines like automatically, you know, yeah. and I'm like erasing them because I'm like, they want traditional. So yeah. it's more of a challenge, but I still like to do it. Like I said, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and then again, the, the, the freedom, they're like, I don't care what traditional flower is, just give me a traditional flower. Mm-hmm. So I get to create a brand new traditional flower. Um, and that's what I promise all my clients is that everything is custom. Nothing is copied, you know, mm, we don't, I'll cool. never copy another tattoo ever. And, and so, you know, the cool thing is if a client ever decided to be like, well, show me these apps called procreate. I don't know if you ever use it on. An yeah. IPad. Yeah. Yeah. I've you, heard it of literally, it literally, um, video or it literally creates a video of every stroke you create. 
So oh, can, does it really? Yeah, you can watch a video. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, if you can, they can ask for a video to watch the whole process of it being done. I've been considering downloading it. Cause it's like what 20, 30 bucks or something no. like that. No, well, I don't know. When I got it, it was six. Six bucks, dude. It will. I'm probably gonna get sued for this. I feel like I. It feel like it blows for. You're an illustrator. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I don't use Illustrator anymore. Yeah, because I use Illustrator. Um, there's free version of Illustrator on my iPad. Yeah. I think it's called. It's yeah. I know. Spark or or Stroke or something Stroke, like yeah, that. And yeah. then there's Photoshop Sketch, yeah. and I got both of them. Yeah. And. It's, I'm trying to get more back into drawing because my thing with graphic design was I drew a lot in college because of drawing class yeah. with David Baker and stuff, yeah. but I'm a, probably what you would say, a lazy graphic designer, yeah. so I try to go straight to digital. Oh, 100%. And a lot of times I don't draw it out. It depends on what I'm doing. If it's super detailed, yeah, I got to draw it out. Sometimes I draw it out just straight on my computer Yeah. and um, I do a lot of like the pencil tool and then go back through and clean it up with the direct yeah. select and just yeah. spend a lot of time tweaking it yeah. instead of drawing it out and then digitizing it and tracing it. But well, procreate is like the most, it's like the interface is super easy Yeah. and man, it's got like short of nodes, like an illustrator where you can yeah. adjust your paths and stuff like that. Okay. It is, it's and it for, and the crazy thing is like the tattoo industry t- took procreate and ran with it. Like, there's brushes for days. Like you can go on Tattoo Smart and get like all these custom brushes for it. Oh, that's that, like, cool, dude. It is like, it has it has cut down. Like I'm I'm sort of an old soul when it comes to that. Like when when I had my quill machine and rotaries first came out, I was like, mm-hmm. no, I don't want a rotary. I don't want to do it. Like I don't yeah. want to switch. And you switch your rotary, you're like, what did I do for the last two years? Right, like, right. How did I not use this? You yeah. know, they hit softer. They take. That you know you can work the skin a lot more without chewing it up. You yeah. can, and then same thing. I'm tracing things, and other people are like, "Get an iPad and Procreate. Get an iPad Procreate." I'm like, "No, I like to be a glutton for punishment. Let's like, right. you know, destroy these twenty times and crumble them up and throw them away because I just you know messed it up." And I did. I did uh, uh, the iPad Procreate. I was like, I wanted to kick myself. I just yeah. wanted to smash my face in a cupboard like twenty times because, like, I was being so stubborn for no reason. Like. You do like uh uh you do something symmetrical. You draw half of it, copy and paste it, and create the other half and flip mm-hmm. it across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like you just never thought of that. You it know? just makes it yeah, quicker yeah. and more. It looked better. Yeah, it end. looks better. We lay, I layer everything. So like if like for example, one of those clients that didn't see the the piece beforehand, mm-hmm. I walk in there and there's like 20 layers. And they're like, you know that flower within the corner? I'm like, yeah, I like, I don't like it. Go to that layer, delete it. Makes eat, it super easy. You know what I'm saying? And you don't or have to erase the, around yeah, it. Well, yeah, back stuff. in the day, you would have to get your tracing paper back oh, out. Yeah. You know, erase that redo spot, the redo the whole thing, you know. Yeah. And and so it, is, it has changed the industry. Like, if anybody's listening that does tattoos, I you got to get your appropriate you know, uh, yeah. and, uh, and an iPad because it is a game changer. And like I said, the tattoo industry took it and ran with it. Like... I mean, there's like brushes for days. I know other graphic designers that use it, and yeah. Adobe's always been that go-to. So yeah. I, you might have just convinced me because well, like I, I said, I'm trying to draw like more. If you're used to like, like I said, there is a difference, and some people like if you use it for graphic design, there's some um, 
there's some really traditional um, guys out there still like wanting everything layered and vectored and lined out and everything like that. Mm-hmm. It's like when you make a t-shirt. Yeah. Where like nowadays you can just send them like depending on the format they want, you just send them everything just a single layer vector or you know what I'm saying? Right, right, and no right. wrong with it. Yeah. Where now like and so there's still like there's still an industry for Illustrator obviously. I mean mm-hmm. just I mean millions of people still use it. Mm-hmm. I mean I have the suite at home with Photoshop and everything and you can just tell it's just very much being used but I mean do procreate came under the radar at six dollars like mm-hmm. i pay 50 something dollars a month every month for my suite for Illustrator. Yeah. i got the last one on disc so i don't pay dude monthly. you are so lucky i got it yeah you are CS6. so lucky yes um you are so lucky photoshop indesign illustrator and the just acrobat reader yeah and but InDesign, uh, you know, easy to make all your flyers, your yeah. posters, yeah. whatever. Photoshop, yeah. I don't use a lot. I yeah. really just use it for photos. Right. It bothers me when people make logos and stuff in Photoshoot. That's Dude. not a photo. Yeah. It's not an image. Yeah. And then Illustrator is what I make all my t-shirts with, yeah. all my logos, yeah. all my um, pretty much everything. But I'm trying to, because I used to have a drawing pad, uh-huh. and I there's such a disconnect with drawing on a pad and looking at your mac oh yeah and like it it just doesn't feel right, right. when i got the ipad with the pen yes the ipad pro it's just so smooth and it's, it's pressure sensitive yes your i love the pressure sensitive yeah. depending on how much you push on it and now like procreate initially didn't have this but now you can create like it'll it'll snap two shapes Oh, like, cool. for example, you just do a really crappy circle, hold the screen, mm-hmm. and they'll ask you, do you want a circle it'll out of clean it? it? And up. they'll clean it up and make yeah. it a perfect circle, you know? So, they're do and they're still super cheap, but, like, these, in, like, software engineers are constantly, you can just tell, they're trying to make it better mm-hmm. and better. And you, you put insight, like, you you say something in one of the reviews, I heard the guy will get back to you, like, the same day and be like, dude, we're going to write that in our notes for our next software update. Yeah, that's And awesome. so, like, they're trying to create, and every time they come up with a software update, it's like, some massive new thing, dude. You're like, this is the most insane thing. And I, again, I've been, I haven't paid, I paid one time for it, and that was yeah. two years ago. That's the coolest part, too. Yeah, you're done. You yeah. know, there's no, they're not asking you like, hey. I think it's more than six bucks now, but oh, is it more? Yeah, but I, I think I'm, I might buy it. Yeah, like I said, it is like. totally worth it. Yeah, I do everything. Like the t-shirts I just made, uh, that there is everything's on that, you know. Yeah. And so, um, but yeah, it is, it is, it's hands down one of the best uh, apps you can get. Nice. What's your What's the best thing about being a tattoo artist? You get to do art all day long. Uh, the freedom that comes with being a tattoo artist. I mean, even if you worked for a tattoo shop, you know, usually the owners like make your own hours kind of thing. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like you do, you do you. Um, but that for me, the best part, and sometimes people are just like, sh- shut up. But like talking to people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, you get to learn so much stuff from people, man. Mm-hmm. Like. Like I said about the the therapy thing in the Vegas thing, like, mm-hmm. yeah, dude, like something about tattooing, like, f- like forty five minutes in, they're like, bro, my social security number is this, my kids are, here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're right, like, yeah, you're like, okay, cool, man, like, yeah. you know, they'll tell you like the most intimate things about their lives, and they're like, well, what do you think? And I'm like, I don't know, bro, like maybe, you know, like it's, it's like just, your first time meeting them, yeah, <laughs> you literally, it's your first time, but I don't know if it's like the endorphins and the pain and like. They're in a very vulnerable position. Yeah, they're, in a, I mean, yeah, they're, they're vulnerable, they're, you know, they're in pain, you know, and the, and like I said, they'll open up to you and like literally, dude, I swear almost every time I get somebody new, they're, we're like, we're like chest bump. At the yeah. We're like best friends. We're yeah. like, and that's the coolest thing, man. Gives and, you a hug. Yeah, literally. They're like, dude, this is great. Like, we're, you know, like, we'll talk to you soon. Like, 
we're having a barbecue at our house. I was just going to say, invites yeah. you to a barbecue yeah, or like Christmas you, or something. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you get a Christmas card in the mail, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And so that's, you know, getting to know people and uh, becoming friends with them. And, uh, you know, like our thing, I already forgot it, but basically it was like every every family has a story, welcome to ours. Yeah. Because like everybody, I'm, I'm not even messing around, like the appointments I've scheduled so far. Well, not now because I'm trying to schedule them a little differently, but let's say at the parlor, mm-hmm. 95% of the people I schedule were people already tattooed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like that 5% is like walk-ins or something like that. But you you get to know people so well and like you, they come back in and you're like, hey, how was, and you haven't seen them for a year and they're like, how was that vacation to St. Lucius? You know, and they're Mm -hmm. like, cool, man, we saw the dolphins, one of them humped us. Like, Mm -hmm. you're just like, oh, that's cool. Like, you know, and then you, you talk and then it's like, you don't see them for the new year, but then they come back around and they're like, they text you on your, your birthdays and you text them and you have communication and dude, it's, you just get to know people so well in our industry. That's cool. Yeah. I interviewed a, a barber on one of my episodes. Um, I think it was episode two, and he said the same thing about being a barber, yeah. but like just talking to people, yeah. like in the chair. It's yeah. a very similar thing. Yeah. So I appreciate that because that's exactly what I'm trying to do with the podcast: yeah. is get people on here, yep. hear their story, yeah. talk to them. Uh, what's the worst thing about being a tattoo artist? The worst thing about a tattoo artist, being a tattoo artist, is um, not being able to do what you want. And what I mean by that, I'm not talking about like. Again, every client should have the tattoo they want on them, mm-hmm. regardless of how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm talking about is the worst thing for me in a tattoo is fighting a tattoo. Mm. And I, what I mean by that is basically like I just want to be able to put a clean line in and I want to be able to shade properly and I want the application to be as flawless as I can make it. Mm-hmm. I'm still human, you know, like, you know, mm-hmm. like, and so, you know, depending. But so with that being said, like if, for example, the client comes in, and it's just like movie, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. creates and makes it more of a harder process for me. Mm-hmm. That's the worst. Because like I said, some people like they, you know, I, I, I rarely tell a client to like stop moving. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll give them a look and or where they're moving. Like um, when they start moving, I like literally pull the needle back and I will wait until they stop. And they realize that they'll be like, yeah. oh, he stopped and I'm moving mm-hmm. a lot. But I cannot tell you how many people talk with their hands. Oh, like, oh, I talk yeah. with my hands. No, but it's like it's like one of these, and every time you like do like a like a hatchet move with your hand in the yeah. air, your whole body moves. You know? What I'm yeah, saying? whether you think it or not. Whether you think it or not. Yeah, he's and, like, oh, he's on my usually, left hand. I can you're right, move this right. One. And usually you're so used to it, you're not realizing. You know, you're you moving with yeah. it, or and so like you know, I tell clients I have a, a kung fu grip on their skin because like, we have to push a lot, you know, and spread the skin, and so. But even with that, like if a client makes it just. You know, we're creating super delicate lines, and mm-hmm. it's like it's like a, a what do they call those earthquake uh, monitors? And mm-hmm. you start moving your earth, and I've I'm got that, that on and my I'm back. That, you know, and I'm that machine. You know, like you're gonna. So that's basically the worst part of this yeah. industry is when people just can't uh, sit still. Um, and I understand it. it is super painful. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. You know, there's some spots in your body where you just want to move. Like mm-hmm. it's like gasping for air. Like you know, rib pieces are brutal. I did bad. I got. On my ribs, I got lyrics on every single, it's on each brutal. rib. And my worst part was taking a break. I took a break like halfway through yeah. and it was winter oh. and I had my shirt off and yeah. sh- and I got cold because yeah. I had the adrenaline going yeah. oh, at yeah. first. Oh, yeah. And then once I took a break and I went back, I was freezing yeah. and I wanted to put my shirt back on. Yeah. And, and and then after that, I was shaking yeah. and she kept on doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, I forget where I got it done. It was the place over by Marvel, but across the street. Oh, uh, I think it was called the bicycle. No, Stillhouse. Stillhouse. It was yeah. Stillhouse at the time. Yeah. 
and uh, there was a girl doing it. And she, I could tell she was getting pissed because it was just like I was shaking and she'd stop and like yeah. looking at me and like yeah. telling me to stop moving and yeah, yeah. Well, bad. like I, like I said, I that I can't bring myself to tell a client like I, I still, I just feel like on yes, yeah, like because they're in pain, right? Like well, they're not just in pain. Like you don't know that you need to stop moving. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Like you're an adult. I don't want to tell you you have to stop moving. You know you don't have to move. And if for some reason you do move, it's because you had to move. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. 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 I, I'm not gonna treat my clients like children. I'm not gonna right. be like, listen, like I'm gonna give you like little hints. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll stop tattooing you, or you know, once in a while, you know who calls people out? People that go with people. It it cracks. Yeah. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Like people be like, dude, you move a lot. Now I hope this up. Like, yeah, you do move a lot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, thank you. I'm like, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> No, so, but usually like a couple hints, but there are times where the client is in so much pain mm-hmm. that it's in that you, 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 as, as crappy as it sounds, you just try to get it done as, as clean and as quickly as possible mm-hmm. because, you know, at that point there's nothing you can do. You have to finish the tattoo. Have you ever had anyone that's, that's quit? That's quit I've a had, tattoo? I've seen videos of that. I've, I haven't had anybody quit. What you do with a person is one, they're already in serious pain, especially mm-hmm. if they're close to quitting. But dude, you can talk somebody through anything. Yeah. Seriously. That's what I learned in this industry. You can literally be like, listen, we, we will take as many breaks as you want, which I also tell clients that like, Hey, the more you take a break, the worse it gets. Like that's just, it fact. does. If it's a fact. hundred percent. And, agree the, and the more breaks and the longer the breaks are. Yeah. Um, so I tell them, but sometimes they don't believe you. I like, learned from that rib piece. Never take a break. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I tell my clients, I'm like, listen, you know, like, you know, but dude, if you just like, Hey, like you get super quiet with them and you're like, listen, mm. homie, I'm here for you. Mm. Like you tell them like I, any anytime a client's having a bad time, I tell them about my experience. I'm like, I'm a big baby. Yeah. You yeah. know, because like, you know, especially makes them feel of, better. Yeah. It does make her feel better. And, and you I'm, got a lot of tattoos. Yeah. And I am a big baby. And yeah. I tell people, I'm like, dude, I'm a big baby. I'm, I know what you're going through. Like, right. And I tell them, I'm like, listen, we'll take it one line at a time. And as long as I can get the outline done, mm-hmm. we're, we're straight. Mm-hmm. I have to finish those outlines because a lot of times it's almost impossible to restencil something, especially if it's something like a portrait. You can never, you have to grind it out like yeah. as much as you can or even get some wash lines in there too. Next time when they come in, you know where to start and what to fill mm-hmm. in and what not to fill in. Um, but I've learned you can literally talk anybody through anything. That's cool. Um um, but yeah, so other than, it, it's just, it's just application and, uh, the last biggest pet peeve of mine is when, uh, my, the people that come with my clients will tell my client how much more time they have. Like it, it, it kills me. It makes me crazy because they'll be like, like, for example, I'm doing the word I wouldn't do or I, the word fast mm-hmm. and I'm on an S mm-hmm. and I know like I'm working on that S and I know that I still have some more time on it. And they're like. Oh, you're almost done. He started the T. And I look at them. I'm like, I didn't start the T yet. And I still have like another five minutes on this right. test. You know what I'm saying? And it puts my client in the mindset like, we're almost done. And in all reality, we're not. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And so they're like. It's like that last they, hour of work. They, right. Takes they, forever. Right. But they also want to be supportive and be mm-hmm. like, it's almost done. You're really having a hard time. But you're almost yeah, done. Yeah. And I'm like, no, we're not. Right. We're freaking them out. Because when they think they're done, we actually have like another 35 minutes. You right. Know? So when a client list or their friends are like, oh, you're almost done. Or you probably have like another 10 minutes. I want to look at them and be like. No, you don't. Right. Again, Are you a tattooer? Yeah, no, you're not. You, again, <laughs> you don't want to say that because then you right. like, the client's like, well, how much do we really have? Right. You know? So, and then that's, they're getting stressed yes, out. Yes, yeah. without them getting stressed out. So you're like, 
you know, it's like, hey, it's okay. You yeah. got this, you know, you know. And so but that's, that has to, like, just like I said, just making it harder for me. And then just basically, like I said, the time thing, because like I said, it, I, I have clients that are like, dude, this is a breeze. And I'm like, you're just a freak of nature. You know, because 99% of us are like dying inside, you mm-hmm. know? And so my buddy's like that. He's got, um, he's got cluster headaches. Uh-huh. So it's like, oh, so he's like, he knows so pain. yeah, he knows pain and he's got it chronically. So he gets it all, all day, every yeah. day, a couple times a day, um, or quite a few a day, but he, uh, he can sit through, he's got a calf piece and I forget, I think it was like six hours or something. Yeah. Just sat through fine yeah laying on his belly yeah. on his phone yeah posting like nothing's memes going on. nothing's yeah. going on yeah no i have clients Can't like that which it. i'm like you guys are like nerve damage or just something's not right yeah I and feel it, like... it's super colorful too yeah. so it's just grinding away yeah yeah, and yeah. I, I don't know how i uh my back piece hurt like uh, there were a few it hurt mostly but there was a few parts that kind of were okay yeah um but everything else, I've been a baby about. I've got both ribs and then my, the one on my hand and my yeah. arm. I was just super oh, yeah. I'm not, baby. And everybody's about. like, you know, they just assume that I like to get tattooed. And I tell them that. And they're like, really? I'm like, yeah. Dude, no joke. This is what I think. Like, I try to be light-handed. I try mm-hmm. my best to, like, you know, make it, put, apply it properly, but also not make it as painful as possible. Right. I want to, so I, I try to be light-handed and I try to, you know, do this stuff and, and when I get tattooed, I look at the tattooers like, what are you doing wrong? You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. what, you're doing something wrong. And I feel like when I do this, it doesn't hurt this bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. you're doing something wrong. But it's just, it is, like I said, it is what it is, man. It's just, it's one of those things that, you know, you earn it. Mm-hmm. It's painful. And you just get through it. And I, I tell clients, I'm like, you can you can scream and you can shout and you can cry, literally. Mm-hmm. And you can do what, all those things. But the fact that you made it through, because some of them, like, will start crying. Like, I've had a... Uh, I got a couple people, younger people start, you know, they got some tattoos and they started crying and I was like, dude, it's okay. You know, we're the, you know, I got you. We're cool. We're going to make it through this. And at the end they're like, they just, they feel like you can tell they're just ashamed about it or like they just feel down about mm-hmm. it. And I'm like, bro, you got it done. Right. You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. didn't get up and walk out. Right. You didn't get up and walk out. You, you got it they done. They would feel more ashamed right. if they walked out they, and had a half right. done exactly. tattoo. Exactly. So I told them, I'm like, you made it. I don't yeah. care if you were, you know, whatever you did, it doesn't matter. You got the tattoo done, you know? Yeah. And that's life, you yeah. know? Some of us, you make it, doesn't really matter how you did it, but you made it, you know? So, but yeah, you, I mean, you got to give it to them, you know? But like I said, just talking to clients and getting them through it. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, do you do a lot of cover cover-ups? Yeah, I'm not, I, I'll do them. There's not a lot of tattoo artists that like to do them or do them because it will, uh, like, if you create something really awesome, it will be affected. Like, it'll affect your, your art. You, you, oh, the yeah. The tattoo has to be darker in areas. Mm-hmm. And to do something, to do a proper cover-up, you need to, if you're going to make an area darker, you have to disperse that contrast throughout the whole piece. Or if you don't, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you look at a tattoo and you'll be like, I know where the cover-up was. Because so it changes it a lot. Right. So it'll change it dramatically. You would be adding lines that you would normally do. Um, and cover-ups are one of those things where like some people think it's done and it's really not. Like you got to come back for a second second application. You know, sometimes you don't realize how it would come through the skin. Sometimes you'll see little spots. And again, I, I try my best to not overdo it initially i'd rather cover it up with the least amount of extra stuff Mm -hmm. and then if it comes through a little bit we just adjust for it Mm -hmm. you know if it doesn't it doesn't kind of thing you know so i will i'll try my best i will do them because a lot of places don't you know and and some Mm -hmm. people just really want to get a you know x's names they want to get rid of like 
all sorts of stuff. Uh, Wendy um, just sent me this thing about, you know, this guy does free cover-ups for, like, hate crime stuff, like swastikas and stuff like that. Like, oh, you know, there are people yeah. out there that really want to get rid of stuff. And sometimes we're like, I don't want to tweak my work for it to, you know. And I'm like, man, like, it is what it is, you know. You're helping um, but someone there, out. But there are things I won't cover up. For example, like, if it's just something that's just going to be, you're just jumping out of the pan of the fire kind of thing. Mm-hmm. then I won't touch it because it's just, what am I going to do to it? You know, am I right. gonna, you know, and some people don't realize my rule of thumb is, is it's going to be three times bigger. So like, you know, some people don't want it three times bigger. You right. Know, if you got something the size of a softball or a baseball, you're going to have something the size of a small dinner plate to mm-hmm. cover it up. And some people just thought, Oh, it just, you just go over it. Yeah. Just like a couple yeah. centimeters. Yeah. More. A couple <laughs> centimeters around it. I'm like, I can put a black box around it. You know what I'm saying? And right. cover it up that way. But you know, nobody wants a black box. So, right. Um, and with those, I will draw a line. I'm, you know, there's some things you just can't cover up. Unfortunately. That makes sense. So we either tell them to go get a couple treatments of laser surgery mm-hmm. where it lightens it up enough to where I can use something smaller. But then at that point, laser surgery is so expensive nowadays mm-hmm. that it's, it, I mean, what's the point of coming back? You know? Like, yeah. So like I said, I'll try my best to cover something up and with what, you know, what they want. Sometimes they even... You know, some people come in, they're like, I don't care what you covered up with as long as it's gone. Mm-hmm. And then some people are very picky about what they want to use it and something doesn't work. You know? Right. So, but yeah, I don't, I don't mind it. Um, but if, if, you know, I'm, it's not like my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. But do you I have, do um, do you have like a trophy tattoo that you've done? Like the prize tattoo that you've ever, like best work that you've ever done that you think of? Is there no, something that. Not really. I, no. uh. Uh, some crazy piece like huge back piece or something no I guess you know as a tattoo artist you want to do the best you can on every tattoo um, that might yeah and, but I mean consistency is yeah, everything yeah consistency yeah it's everything I mean again we're not robots if we all right. were robots people would be irrelevant you know if there was a robot tattoo artist out there oh yeah we'd be, I'd be out of a job oh for sure you know what I'm saying uh, because they don't have bad days and they don't have, they don't get tired. Come in and yeah. upload the design. Yeah, literally. And, just, and you'd, it'd be over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, and so. That'll probably never happen. Right. So, and, yeah, yeah, right. Maybe. 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 Androids, maybe. I like, don't know, man. I don't know. I I was talking to somebody about it the other day. Some guy made a, um, I don't know what it's called. It's like a lathe. Uh, it's like a 3D printer, but it cuts out like designs and wood. Oh, and somebody yeah. somebody actually turned it into a tattoo machine. And, oh, that's wild. Yeah, and the guy actually got a circle on his arm. But, I mean... Um, I want one of those types of 3D printers. There's there's one that cuts into wood and stuff. And oh, I want it, one. it might be what you're thinking of, but I forget exactly what it was called. Yeah, but like he... three he, grand. Yeah, but he he did a circle on the guy's arm. And I, I was telling that client of mine, there, he brought it up. And I told him, there's like nuances that you're just not going to get out of... I mean, yeah, there is like a printer that prints like a canvas to make it look like oil painting. Mm-hmm. But have you actually physically seen a robot do oil painting? There's like a nuance about like how your wrist breaks when you throw the brush across it. You right. know what I'm saying? You're never going to get those that kind of whip shading around a surface that changes for every person. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. My, my forearm is, is probably small in your forearm. And right. are you, you know, what are you going to, are you going to like get those exact things? And so I, I don't, and then second of all, what's the need? Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Is it like some like crazy need that the tattoo industry wants? You know, some people still want to come in just for the talk. 
Yeah, it gets you know, rid of all of that. Some people come in and they're like, I just want my talk therapy. I want my therapy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They get the tattoo for them sometimes is the bonus. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you got this machine that sounds like an uh, old printing machine. You're like, rah, 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 right. you know, make, making noises. You're just sitting there and, all awkward. And you're already in pain it's, and it's annoying. It's probably putting off a crap ton of heat. You know, like, you don't even know, like, you know... And unless it's like super troopers with the lasers, you know, that when they were like went to got the tattoos together on super troopers, there's that little laser machine that like burned the tattoo. I don't remember that fast. part. Yeah. Like a little, it was like, it always sticks in my head and it was yeah. like done in two seconds. And, okay. And so, um, I love that movie too, but, but I, I don't, I, I don't think part. the industry will support a new device like that because what's the need? Right. You know what I'm right. Saying? If there was like a need for it. Yeah. Then I'm sure like, you know, China would have made it already you know, right. because China makes everything. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if like a, you know, like a giant 150 foot robot came out of the ocean with a Chinese flag on it. I'd be like, yeah, it's Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> they're actually building, um, we were talking about anime and stuff. They built, or they're building a life-size Gundam suit. No way. Yeah. It's in, I want to say it's in Tokyo, but if you Google it, it's like, um, it's like a building high and like you have to go up, like you can go up this like, uh catwalk type thing next to it yeah and it's supposedly piloted too like you can like some no dude can get way. in it and move it around and surprised. move the arms and I'm stuff around surprised. and it's supposed to it was supposed to open this year but it got moved back to next year i'm not surprised yeah there's there's a there was a statue that was like 12 feet tall but this thing's like uh 20 30 feet tall or something like That's that it's the full gundam suit it's amazing I really want to go to Japan because there's a lot of cool stuff over there. Oh yeah, that's like one of my like uh, one of my bucket list things, like yeah, just to go sure. over there and like just like get a suntan from all the lights because yeah. it's so bright over yeah. there. Like literally just bask in like all the anime and yes, like, they have a museum over there for Dragon Ball Z. Well, well, I'm not surprised. I'm sure there's like 500 of them because <laughs> everything down there like mainstream anime is like so mainstream. Over yeah, there. it is like. Every other store has an anime character or an anime mm-hmm. figure or something, and like here, you know, you have parades for yeah, it, parades all sorts of stuff, like, carnivals. Yeah, and like it's part of the, and that's what people. It that's why I'm I'm not closeted about it anymore because I'm telling the world about it. But um, <laughs> yeah, I guess I did just <laughs> put no, you on blast. No, I'm good, I'm good. But you know, for I was telling you know some people, especially stateside, they see anime as like some kids thing. You yeah. Know? But these guys put these crazy backstories into these Dude, things, like yes. so intricate. And the ones that are violent are violent. Yeah, they're yeah they go I mean, they go ham, you know. Oh, there's a new one. Um, if you're into anime, there's a new one that's not traditional anime on Netflix. Yeah. It's called The Blood of Zeus. I just started watching it. It's amazing. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. Did you? I watched the whole thing in one shot. I fell asleep in one of the, <laughs> like episode like five or six. It uh, gets so yeah, good because yeah. all the gods go to war. Yeah, and yeah. I won't spoil it for you, but yeah. it's it's insane. I really liked it because you don't see one. It was an, the the animation was great. Yeah, it was it was true like anime. Yeah, yeah, and, but it was greek and yeah. it was greek mythos yeah. and it was like back in the days of the gods and olympus and, and it, all again, that and the story wild. isn't some washed out like i'm a god I yeah got powers it's like this crazy backstories about the titans and like how like who they were and right. like the people that make the dreams and like who they are yeah and like and the whole the it, two brothers yes, split. Yeah. yeah and it's just like this crazy story and you're like this is just a mainstream like i'm gonna slap together a cartoon mm-hmm. or an anime and then, like, you know, there's a plot and a main character. And, and the it's... gods messing with humans. And yeah. And you had that, um, if you're in episode six, you're far enough, there's, like, the dude on the 
li- flying lion thing oh, yeah, that's yeah, like has yeah. that crazy weapon. Yeah, yes, it's the coolest yes, thing ever. Yes, dude, it is. So, like I, like I said, it's just everybody's like, you know, like they, they don't, they just think it's like some like cheesy thing, and then, you know, that's why I'm like, you know, some clients of mine are like, bro, you watch anime? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then at that point, I'm like, I'm not telling anybody else. Like, even my wife hates it. I watch so much anime. My wife's like, are you serious watching yeah. this again? And I'm like... You just yeah. got to find the time to watch it without him. Yeah. Well, like, that's what I do. I'm, normally, when I'm drawing, it's yeah. the fact that I'm not doing anime tattoos because I'm constantly drawing it. Like, I somehow... I want a floral piece. I was just going to ask you if you do like a lot of anime tattoos. With, no, actually, I don't no? at all. I did one anime. I got a buddy that does Dragon a ton. Ball. Really? Yeah, that's like all he does. Yeah, I draw. I did one Dragon Ball Z tattoo with Goku and the dragon. I actually really want to get... Maybe I'll hit you up for this then. It'll be yeah. your first anime tattoo. Yeah. I want to get... Oh, you were just saying you do... Well, it'll be number second. Account. Yeah. I want to get all seven Dragon Balls on my body that'd in be, different places. That'd be awesome. So, like, yeah. you know, it'd have to, like, have one on my foot, yes. have one on my chest. All over the place. All yeah. over. Well, that's the whole point. You have to find them. You have to find them all. Then you get the dragon. You get the dragon. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, so uh, we are actually well over the hour. Um, it might be a, a longer episode, which is fine by me. Are you still game for some would you rather questions? Yeah, whatever. Feel free to, if you want to give a short answer, if you want to expand on it, whatever. Okay. I uh, I did. Every other one's going to be a tattoo-based okay. one. Would you rather tattoo someone with really low pain tolerance or someone with really, really loose skin? And what I mean by that is like uh, uh, Austin Powers, like fat bastard when he loses. I'd rather, loses like I said skin. before, I'd rather tattoo somebody with loose skin. Yeah? yeah. Is that hard to do? Uh, no, because remember, I'm always stretching. So regardless, okay. Oh, yeah, you are. Put, yeah, yeah, regardless of uh, loose or not loose. So it wouldn't yeah, matter. I, if somebody didn't have low pain tolerance, then it would just be like. Usually, that's again. I, even if they have a little pain tolerance, they can still well. It's just basically movement. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you know, I can. I have people that will literally cuss through the whole process. Yeah. And they are, but they sit like a rock. Like they just sit like nothing is moving them or anything. Because so, they know if they twitch, right, they can it's, mess up it's the tattoo mess up permanently. The tattoo, yeah. So basically, uh, yeah, I'd rather tattoo someone with loose skin. Okay. Because I can fix it. Would you rather smell really strongly of cheese or gasoline? Me personally, yeah, you personally, uh, gasoline. Okay, uh, I, actually, I, I figured from the mechanic just, from the ma- mechanic well, no, story. No, it's actually this really. It's like a. a it's not fetish would be too hard of a word. Okay, dude, like I go to the gas station and when you I'm like the ga- smell, dude, I like the smell. I like the smell of gas I, station dude, too. I don't know why. Or, I don't know gas, what it is. Gas I don't know what it is. Yeah. I don't know what it is. My my wife thinks I'm ill. Like no, nah, there's, there's that's something common. about the smell of gasoline. That's you know? common. Like, so you know, it's a guilty pleasure. It's not super common. But it's common enough. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's common enough. Would you rather tattoo someone with a bunch of acne or someone that smells really bad? Uh, acne. Yeah? Yeah. Does that mess up tattoos? Uh, not really. It depends on like... Like if you had to go actually right over it? Um, so maybe a little bit. Um, like severe acne probably. Yeah, would. I mean severe. It would have to be severe. Like severe, yeah. severe. And then um, you probably shouldn't be getting a tattoo. No, I mean, no at that point we can't. Oh really? Yeah, like any any kind of abrasions, like if you have uh, like any skin disorders, or you like some people, some people get like a bad rash. Like we can't tattoo. What it. about too bad a scarring? Scar. It depends on the scar. It depends on how new it is, how pink it is. Okay. Um, scar tattooing scars just suck. Have it, you? Uh, do you like Marvel at all? Marvel superhero oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's a. Do you know who Hellstrom is? No. There's a show on Hulu 
called Hellstrom. It's a character that's kind of like Constantine. That's like an exorcist. Oh, nice. Um, and he has a giant scar on his chest. That's like a some kind of satanic emblem or something because he's uh-huh. he's a son of Satan. Uh-huh. Uh, but he was having someone tattoo it to make it like black yeah. instead of skin cup toned, and the ink would fade away because of the like mystic scar or whatever. So well, that's sort of like real life though. It was really yeah, like it, 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 something about I can tell scar you, doesn't take. Yeah, I couldn't tell you what the science is, but scars do. In my oh, person, that's so strange. It's, they don't they don't take, but nothing like regular skin. I don't know if it's just the, the composition so of how it's... Them, they were expanding on that, but maybe, it's dark magic. But too. yeah, usually like a scar, you can get some inks in and they'll hold decently, but nothing like a regular piece of skin would. Interesting. Yeah. It's probably because, I mean, it's it's not porous. It's like, Right. It's, it's a whole... We can tell. It's you can, scarred It's up. smooth. Yeah. You know, and like I said, it's just something different about it where, like I said, you can you can tattoo it. And I've tattooed all, over a lot of scars before, but it's just, when you see your tattoo healed up, and you you can you can, you can see, see the scar. Yeah, you can see mm. it. Well, one you know it's bulbous. You know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can tell where it just didn't take quite the same as it. You know, right next to it where the skin was regular. You know. Interesting. Would you rather lose all of your money right now, or all of the pictures you've ever taken or been in? Oh man, that's a tough one. Well, right now, mm-hmm. I'll go with. You can get more of both. Either you can take more pictures, and you can well, make more if, money. If it's right now, uh-huh. I'm going with lose all my money because technically, right now, I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say after the rebottle, yeah, you're probably pretty. Yeah, pretty I'm broke right now, man. Working through I'm, that. <laughs> yeah, I'm working through that. So like, I got my pictures. So technically, yeah. I'm living it right now. So. That that's the answer I would go with because yeah. you can make more money. You can make more pictures, but yeah. the like. Pictures for me, I mean, when you came in, you saw yeah. we have that. One of the reasons we bought that damn fridge yeah. was because of the pictures that scrolling is, by. That thing is we awesome. got like 400 I'm, pictures I'm uploaded little, to that I'm thing. I'm a little jealous. And, <laughs> I'm a little jealous. I was like, damn. Dude, it's, 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 I mean, we're in debt from that too. So we, you know, smart fridge is expensive. Would you rather tattoo someone or tattoo something with complete f- creative freedom, 100%, or would you rather have someone bring in a design 100% to the T that you have to match? Uh, I'd rather the freedom. Yeah, yeah I figured freedom. based on yeah, some of the stuff yeah, you said earlier. the freedom for sure. I mean, now, the, for that answer, the freedom, yes. But once in a while, dude, being creative all the time is like... Draining? Draining. I hear you. As a creative, I understand it that. It is like, dude, I technically every day I draw something brand new. Like, you yeah. can, you know, and every time I try to create something different, like, there's only so many ways you can draw a koi. Right, all, you know, and you try to make it unique every single time. Yeah. And it is like, do sometimes I'm like, and so sometimes you get somebody come in, they're like, bro, I want the Cubs logo, and I'm like, I want to kiss you on the lips. I get <laughs> There's to no do way it has cu- to be yeah, it. I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want a Cubs logo, and I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you for that. Right. Because like I said, some people, and you, and that's my thing. I want it to be custom. Like mm-hmm. nobody has it. You're gonna. You're never gonna, you know, you're not gonna be at the beach and you tear your shirt off, and somebody else next to you has the same tattoo. Right. And so, but it also drains you. You know, it mm-hmm. drains you. Like, you know, you're trying to be creative, and then, and then that's why a lot of, you know, that's why some people are like, well, why, why? Well, you know, that it's going up a little bit, but my hourly rate's a hundred bucks, and I've been asking for like, why is it so much? And I'm like, well, you know, one, we're putting something. You know, ask yourself this: um, how much, how much is a massage? Like like sixty seventy five dollars. Yeah, yeah, about yeah. Right. Well, I'm charging you twenty five dollars more to put something permanent on your body. You know what I'm saying? And then on yeah, top you came of that, seeking, wanting. Yeah. You're getting. 
I mean, other than people that are coming up and are like, put whatever tattoo on me. Right. They're getting something that they right. truly want to make them look better. Right. And it's, well, a yeah. lot of people don't realize, they always think of like the act of the tattoo. But they don't realize, dude, there's an, on average, it's three to four hours of drawing for every tattoo. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they don't see that you already Plus put, the ink and yeah. the needle and all the stuff yeah. you have to get and throw right. away. And they don't see that you already did all this pre-work for it. You know what I'm saying? We haven't even touched you yet, but yeah. all of a sudden I got this custom piece for you, you know, that we've adjusted, that you've had input on, and yeah. and and I already have four hours into it, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I didn't get paid for that, you mm-hmm. know, so, and then and then we tell them that, they're like, oh yeah, right, you know, it's just one of those things where, until you explain it to them, you know, then they get that oh factor, like, oh crap, you're right, you know, mm-hmm. you did put a lot of work and effort into it, so, and then once, you know, they understand, then everything falls into place. That's good. Would you rather be a reverse centaur or a reverse merman? Oh, man. I would reverse merman. Fish head? Yeah, fish head for sure. That'd probably be better than a horse head. Yeah, I feel like it'd be like heavy. Like a I horse should, head? Yeah. I yeah. Feel like they're really well, technically big. from the half up would be waist up, so you'd have horse legs too. I feel like, Front legs. I feel like you would have hip surgery. <laughs> support that kind of a weight you yeah <laughs> but i don't know yeah i don't know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's a hard one it's, it is a, hard one. it's a weird question I don't, you know, like i said these questions are out there there's some of them no, i like it some of them are two I bad like things it. you would never choose but yeah. it's that's no, the point I like it. change things it makes up. you think yeah like i'm gonna be thinking about it later tonight yeah you know what i'm saying like, well i asked my other everything. buddy i asked my other buddy if he'd rather be a centaur or a or a merman uh, just not reverse, and he said merman as well. Would you rather tattoo black and white or color only for the rest of your life? Oh, going that's forward, tough one. that one's tough. I like doing both. Oh, yeah, you have a really good mix of your. I actually have your website up. I was looking. Yeah, at it. I don't know, man. That one's tough. If I if I had to pick, oh man, I'd probably go black and black and gray. Would you? Yeah. I mean, I, I love color, but yeah, if I if I absolutely had to choose, it'd probably be black and gray. Uh, for me, personally, and in, in my skill level, I can, I, there's like these, there's these guys out there that get color, and they can be just as realistic with color as they, because normally I, I feel personally that you can get a lot more detail out of black and gray. Okay. But again, that's my skill level. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's artists out there that like get color, man, and they make the most realistic stuff with it, and you're like... Just my do just to get those little nuances like black and gray. You're only working with you know shades mm-hmm. of black, and you know these guys are using like nine different tones of the same brown, almost but subtly changing within a square inch to create their blend. Like yeah, yeah, and you're just like, dude, like how do you do that? Yeah, so if I had to absolutely, because I like doing realistic stuff mm-hmm. too, you know, and if if that came down to it, I wouldn't be doing a lot of realistic stuff. Like mm-hmm. I said, I I'll do color somewhat color realism but like there are still things out there that i don't even know Mm -hmm. you know so i'd probably stick with black and gray okay here's a fun one would you rather be unable to move during the rain or you can't stop moving when it's sunny outside (laughs) stop moving when it's sunny outside you wouldn't be able to stop moving when it's sunny outside oh yeah so basically you have to keep moving when the sun's out or if it started raining, you would freeze. You wouldn't be able to keep moving. Oh, man. 
Dang, man, these are like stumpers. I would probably go with. Now, are we t are we moving like are we are we are we like factoring At in any like, pace? No, but I mean, are we factoring in like how if I'm gonna get tired? Like, am I am I? Burning, You're not gonna get tired. Am I burning calories? Am I like you know like do I need to, you know like? Did you getting deep? Uh, I know, right? <laughs> okay, I'll, okay, I'm gonna answer it. I'm you, gonna answer it. I'm gonna. You say, wouldn't get tired, but you would burn calories. I let's just say I'm going to do the sun one. Okay. Um, dude, if I had to sit in a spot, I I don't know. I don't think I have this. I don't know. The sun's going down sooner now, or right, sooner, right, and it and it, it doesn't come up until way late. And um, only when it's sunny, like cloudy, you know, not yeah. like. If the clouds are out, it wouldn't impact you. But if it's like bright sunny day, yeah. you're outside in well, the sun. The thing is, if if when it does rain and it gets like, um, like I said, the, the sun setting and it's, things are changing. And then, you know, in Michigan, I mean, I'm sure you've noticed, we get like the eternal three months of overcast. You yeah. Know yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like the most brutal thing on earth. Yeah. And then to offset it. We get the first beautiful snow, so you're like, oh, this white beautiful blanket everywhere. We almost got it today. Yeah, yeah, we almost <laughs> did get it today, but you still get the overcast. Yeah, but we got this beautiful snow, and then deep down inside, my heart's happy and my soul's content. And then all of a sudden, the plow truck comes, and then it turns it into what I call diarrhea snow. Yeah, it starts to mix in the dirt with it. Yeah. So then all of a sudden, it's cold. Mm -hmm. You have diarrhea snow, mm -hmm. and you have overcast mm -hmm. and dude that is not good for my soul something about my depression body depression sets in dude. dude i don't know i tell my clients every single one i don't know if i have that seasonal depression thing and mm -hmm. they're like get one of these spotlights that like turn into a light like yeah light and yeah. like you set it beside you and that i'm like works does it work so andrews university has uh so when i worked in the office i was right down the street from that yeah. i was in i was right on the other side of the bridge over the highway yeah they have a gym there and a lot of my coworkers got gym memberships there. Yeah. And I went with them as a guest pass to check it out one time. Yeah. They have a really cool pool, hot tub spa. Yeah. Um, I was actually sick at the time. I just had a I had the I had the uh the cold, and it um they had a dry sauna and a hot sauna. That's yeah. why I wanted to go. I wanted yeah. to sit in the sauna. Well, they also had this area with those UV lights that you could just sit in what? and bask in the sun. And we went in the dead winter. And I tell you what, I was sick. I had the, yeah. I was trying to get every yeah, my yeah. sinuses oh, out. Yeah. And not only did the um, the sauna help with that and all the steam, but sitting in that, it was three walls. So you were basically surrounded by these red what? lights, and up above you and down below you. And they were just like so warm. And I just sat oh. there for like, I listened for like fifteen minutes, listened to some music, yeah. and just like took a little nap, dude. And it was beautiful it made dude, me feel so good your, so i 100 percent. your vitamin d production was on high dude dude it was i 100 like, you were like dude your body was like so happy probably yeah there's some things i want to do in this room and i forgot all about that and that might be nice i want to add a salt lamp in here to oh, make I like those are pretty cool it really nice because yeah. i work up here eight yeah. hours a yeah, day yeah, too yeah. and then i'm also doing my this is my space for creative yeah. podcast whatever yeah. i'm gonna get like some um some sound dampening foam yep. on the yep. walls too. Yep. But I think like a salt lamp and maybe one of those lights. Yeah. Like, well, I was thinking about, you really can find cool. them on Amazon, like these little square ones that you just put on you. But then my other clients were like, why don't you just get a, a tanning package? And I'm like, you imagine me like seeing me the next time with like some like bodybuilder, all like orangey and yeah. like all like caked out. Yeah. Like I make noise when I move now, like some. Yeah. And you're, if, I mean, that's really if you're wanting to get tan. tan if right, you're right, wanting to just right. like, Get away well, from I didn't that, know about like, the Andrews thing. Sad, How did I know yeah. that? It's an expensive, um, I think for like, 
a year's membership, it's like four hundred bucks or something. But I mean, but, I mean, the power they're going through is probably. I mean, it's like, insane. Like, like, and they have, like, in the summer, they have like, like feet baths, like salt feet baths yeah. out in this garden, and like a whole bunch of like, it's a very um, holistic approach to like wellness. There, would you rather have edible spaghetti hair that will regrow overnight if you were to eat it, or sweat edible maple syrup? Yeah. The hair, too. I can't. Like, even as a thought of... of sweat and maple syrup? Sweat and maple syrup, man. Thick maple syrup. There was like... actually... There was there was actually... And the thing with the hair immediately popped into my head. I watched a documentary. It's about, like, these, like, things that people do, like, in their lives. Like, one guy ate drywall. Oh, and, like, uh, strange addictions? Was, yeah, strange addictions. That's yeah. What it was. And a lady ate hair. Yeah. And like, Weird she things, went to the doctor, dude. and, like, literally she had a ball of hair in Ew. her... In her gut like that was just i don't know what the doctor said it was been a while but he's like it's not breaking down for some reason like you would think like the it would break down would yeah break down. He eventually said it's not breaking down properly and it's stuck Ugh. and he's like if you continue to do this you're gonna die and she's just like she went back home and started licking her cat and like yeah dude like to that's get the weird hair off stuff the cat. and then like she was pulling some hair out of something and like eating it she brought ball it up into like a little like she said she couldn't swallow it bigger than like a marble, so she would ball it up into a marble size thing, yeah. and then so that so when you asked me that question, I was like, okay, that's doable, and then I'm like, but sweat, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, dude, I don't know. Sweat and thick maple syrup would be weird. Dude, Even I don't your know. clothes. But then I think about the hair. I'm thinking, did I make the wrong decision? I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, spaghetti yeah, hair. Dude, spaghetti. Your beard would be yeah. spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like my beard. Is that your final answer? Yeah, let's do it. Spaghetti here. Spaghetti here. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's all I had for you with the Would You Rather. Um, cool. And with that, I guess you know we're we're about done with the show. So if you want to uh, do a little outro, tell tell people where to find your shop as far as like where online they can yeah, get, so, get with you do appointments all that kind of yeah, stuff so the the shop is the uh, website is uh www.csinkworks.com um you can basically get a hold of me there um you can google it um it's not going to give you an address it's basically saying the little dropper things in niles the center of niles uh, which is not the address or the place um but you can message me there my phone number is on there that's which my direct phone number is it's actually my cell phone my personal cell phone um, that's how you can get a hold of me that way too. Um, an email too. Um, but yeah, that's just the best way to get a hold of me right now. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Um, and you guys know me, uh, Cody with ill spoken clothing company. You can find myself at we are ill spoken.com and all the social medias are we are ill spoken. Um, this is episode five of the podcast, so it's still a new thing for me. But if you want to uh, donate and support to the podcast, um, you can do that on anchor.fm backslash we are ill spoken. There's a little monthly subscription thing you can hook up there. Um, and a shout out for Chuck. He's selling t shirts on Amazon. Yeah. So check those out CS yeah. Inkworks t shirts. I want to buy one. Dude. I'm waiting to get paid next week, but I want to pick one up. Well, That's the funny thing cool. is, I buy my own t shirts too. Do you? Oh. I, I figured with the way it being on Amazon and stuff, yes. I, yeah, yeah, it's probably like some fulfillment thing. But yeah, but yeah, yeah. You it's have cool to, to just put the merch out there. Yeah, well, no, literally. And I try to drop the price as low as I can go. Like, yeah. I could care less right now. They're like 15, like, 17? Uh, like, no, they're like 14 99 or something. Okay. Like yeah, yeah, 15. Yeah. And basically, I mean, 
it was a, a craziness just to get an Amazon merch account. But, but I was like, I don't care about making a profit. Right now we're at like around $600 in what, what I made Amazon. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I made so far like $53. That's how little oh, wow. yeah. I dropped it down as much as you humanly can. Yeah. Um, and then just get the word just out there, get, yeah, that's all I want it for. Mm-hmm. I don't, again, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to make a profit off of it, you know. So I just want like advertising. Yeah. And but yeah, still, even I have to go and buy my own shirts. Like yeah. it's not like a thing where like they're gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna give you some shirts for free. Yeah. So I, I paid for my own. It's that, a tax that's a smart way to do it, though. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. how I do. Well spoken clothing company too is I put all the profit back in it. Yeah. And the shirts that I keep for myself, yeah. I pay myself. For, right. Right. Just to keep right. that that money game going, but. Um, yeah, I appreciate you coming on the show. Well, thanks for and, having me. Um, it's it's cool to a lot of people love tattoos, and everybody's really excited for your shop. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm give excited. you a, a channel to talk about it I'm and excited. tell people about it. I'm so. excited to work. Yeah, I want to work. Cool. Yeah, hit up Chuck, get some tattoos, uh, make your skin, you know, yeah. an art piece. Can't wait to see you guys. Yeah, take it easy.